because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. Oh. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. It's always hunting season. What's this season. all about? Hey, what's this all about? This stone dome here just wrecked Eddie's birthday present. Oh, Herman. Now, Lily, it's not as bad as Grandpa's making out. Not as bad as Grandpa's making it out. It couldn't be worse. You you, you ruined Eddie's car. You ruined the birthday. You, you, you... Uh, I don't want to discuss it. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> Herman? Get out of this house! Leave this house at once! You're telling me to leave my own house? What do you mean, your own house? This is my own house! When the bills are overdue, who do you think the bank sends the delinquent notices to? Me! Me! That's who! Herman Munster! And well, you're forgetting one little thing, Herman Munster, is that when you bought this house, it was I who put down the down payment. And according to the agreement, half, exactly one half of this house belongs to me. Hello, and welcome to another amazing, one-of-a-kind, genre-defining... Oh, we are full of white lines. <laughs> We're white like a chalkboard. Uh, episode of the Bustrunners. They only show that there's to shun everything in existence except for this 60-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family. My name is Derek, and I am still a monster hunter. Joining me at the monster-headed sectional of monsterism. Boy, have we only got four episodes left, and I am like... I'm feeling the get hitting the groove now. You're on fire. I yeah. am on fire. There's no stopping me. Is the one and only Shundi himself. I even said himself, Shundi himself. Oh boy, I said it so smoothly. Wow. Uh is yeah, boy, I forgot his name. Keith. Oh, well, he's learning to listen. Okay. <laughs> hey, Damn it. uh, what's up? It's oh shit. Um oh no. Uh-oh. Our uh, shared uh, brain oh, has gone out of uh, balance. Hey, well, it's the uh, it's the white lines. Uh, KG, uh, Shun DMC, Monster Hunter Extraordinaire. Hello, hello. And the other voice you heard that was stunned yes. in awe of my elegance and expertise when <laughs> opening the show is the one and only Dr. Dre of Kansas. Terry, I, I can hardly speak. I'm just uh, it's amazing. The the yeah. amount of energy, the power, the it's just I thought like z- record on Zoom and I thought this like Zoom recording was like sped up slightly. It was just so fast and like precise that Crisp. I can't tell. Yeah, well, I think I, I think if you if you get an update to Zoom, it's got some new AI uh, additions to it. And that yes, I'm pretty sure that's what it's doing. For it is oh, the AI <laughs> companion. It is uh, auto adjusting everything, fixing it in post for mm-hmm. you. Wow. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I I said AI when we were <laughs> there were two footprints in the sand. Things were going well. <laughs> yeah. You were there all along. That's when the AI companion was holding now, you. I couldn't do an opening, and there's only one set of footprints. It's hmm. like, well, the AI says, uh, Derek, I as a I am only trained in uh, audio and visual hurts. I cannot answer your question sufficiently. Oh, I said okay. Then oh. <laughs> the two foot, but the and then it appeared again, and it, it made like... a picture of me with fifteen fingers. 
Oh well. Yeah, it's blatantly ripped off some other art, <laughs> art style. <laughs> it it's literally just photos of me from my Photoshop all layered on yep. top, and I Photoshop <laughs> Facebook. That's the thing that's called that I never go to anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whatever. But at least it helps, you know. It's, it's there. It's it trying. Help. You yeah. know what helps me though? Hmm. What? How you guys doing? Oh. oh. Derek, any chance I get to help you, I want to help you, and I'm oh, doing just—I'm doing great. Thanks. Oh boy, that's the—that's the answer I was looking for. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100. You know, we're—we're—we are not a house divided here. We are together to help each other, and uh, you know, always lift each other up. You know, actually, there was four sets of footprints: uh, me, Keith, Derek, and the AI companion, and the, and the AI companion from Zoom. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Those four sets of footprints, uh, <laughs> like some weird uh, AI generated horse galloping along the beach. <laughs> it's got like seven legs. It's running. <laughs> yep. That's Two horse heads are. for some reason. Yeah. Now, Terry, you said we're not a house divided, but you know what is a house divided? What's this that? This goddamn episode of the Munsters. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. But yeah. before we could talk about that house divided, Terry, you and I, we need to recline because okay. Heath is going to saunter up to the bookshelf, clean, pristine, wow. sterile bookshelf, and grab that, oh, that dirty, disgusting book. I wish we could put it somewhere else. I don't know why we insist on putting it on our cleanest shelves. I but... know. It's on the clean shelf. The shelf never gets dirty. No. The book just continues to get worse every week. Sphincters <laughs> and pus. I made I made a little whole separate table, like a little end table, and set it over here. And oh. it's still. I come back in, and it's back up there. I thought I assumed it was you guys playing a prank on me the whole time. No. Oh no, no. No, mm. I don't. I don't touch that. But I wouldn't touch that book <laughs> with like uh, fireplace tongs, man. No. I, yeah. God. Mm. I've. If I if I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't even be in the same like uh, time zone as this book. You no. know, I'd I'd have moved by now, knowing that I'd, that exists where I am. If it's going to be in this plane of existence, then I'm not right. That's that's exactly. But if it yeah. wasn't for this podcast, mm-hmm. I would be in the fourth dimension. <laughs> wow. Okay. Nice. I mean, I'd, I'd be just like an ethereal being floating through time. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's the only way to be sure that you have a to safe get away distance. from that book. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. As far as we know, the book can't travel to the fourth dimension. <laughs> I haven't tested yeah. it there yet because I don't know if I can get back from the the fourth dimension. Yeah, <laughs> so. well, it's hard when you get to the fourth dimension because then once you go back to three, it just feels like you're missing out on the oh, extra God, layer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's hard, and it just doesn't feel right after that because once you have a nice like that, four dimensions, man. Yeah, three just it seems so simple, so easy. It's a lot like the first time you put like magic shell on your ice cream. Or... Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. You have it like that. It's a, ga- it's a game changer, and then you're just like, after a while, you're like, plain ice cream now. Magic shell is the fourth dimension of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I think it says it on the bottle. Yes. Oh, <laughs> but you know what it doesn't say in that bottle, but it probably should on every bottle of magic shell. It should say. Uh, recline because we're going to enjoy <laughs> the this week's edition of the Monster Hunters oh. Almanac Factoid Fact Bit Shit Shit Seat Psalm Skippy Bop Boo Boo of the Week. All right. Well, Derek, you said you wouldn't touch this with uh, uh, fireplace tongs, but I will. No. Uh, and that's how I'm grabbing yep. it, flipping it Very over lovingly. to my. Yeah, <laughs> you really like that. Uh, thing. Flipping He's it got- over to the little podium I got there. It, 
opens perfectly uh, to the correct page. Oh, man, that book loves you, Keith. It's probably because your fireplace tongues, each one has with a hamburger helper glove on it. Mm, yep, yep. Just a little happy <laughs> face on there. <laughs> well, also, also because I I'm, look, it, it's been a little bit weird lately with the book. Um, so I've been I'm trying to teach you tricks and like give like little oh so so now I can take it I can just hmm. flip it and when it lands it opens right to the correct page oh you're getting and, a positive uh, reinforcement that's like okay. the worst thing you can do yep. that book. well no wonder it keeps coming back yeah, yeah. it's like a stray cat he's been feeding it yeah. <laughs> feeding it outside you loaves know, of just, bread yeah yep uh, exactly mm-hmm. yep here's a little treat and I do the clicker boom and it, it does it's you getting better cl- oh yeah <laughs> that's how it knows not to just like. Kill yeah. Keith. It's like Keith clicks mm-hmm. that thing. He's like, oh, that's Keith. I can't. <laughs> He's got it. a pocket full of little cut up hot dogs. Yep, I do. I do. <laughs> throw it, distract it. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's keep. You gotta throw a bunch because of all the different sphincters. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it eats through the sphincters. I thought I ate through that giant mouth with all the teeth, but oh my god, no. <laughs> well, when you have so many little pieces of hot dogs, the most convenient way to eat them all is just yeah. use each of your sphincters. Yeah, I, I cut up a whole pack and then put it into my pocket. I know we've said these. These sphincters aren't anuses. But oh God, no! I know I'm picturing each one like butt chugging. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't told you about this training regiment, but I just thought it'd be. <laughs> I just thought it'd be better if, if butt chugging it. hot dogs. I just thought it would be a little bit better if, if like you know, this thing ever went rogue and it wouldn't like try and kill us. If I could actually maybe like control it a little bit. I don't know. I was hoping. Hmm. With the anyway. Clicker? Oh, <laughs> the, the book, the book itself. Uh, yeah. So it opened up to April 7th, 1966. That's when this came out. Oh my and God. that, of course, was a Thursday, Get the 97th day of the year in 1966 and the 14th Thursday of that year. That means we've done 14 episodes of this. This is the 14th episode of this season that fell in 1966. Yes. They did yes. not take any time wow. off though, except for pre holiday for Charlie Brown. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. I mean, since the beginning of nineteen sixty six, they've just been they've been rolling right along. They've been cranking. They're like, mm-hmm. why stop a good thing now? Yeah. Now there are one hundred seventy four days left until this turns uh, into a fifty eight <laughs> year old episode. Uh-huh. And for those that are playing along and try to figure out what days we're recording, it is once again twenty one thousand eleven days since uh, <laughs> the recording that this came out. Yeah, I get so many emails about that. Just like, oh, I know when you recorded this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm you, always uh, like, prove it. Yeah, you never can. <laughs> uh, if you yeah, if you want, if if you want to figure out and calculate something a little bit further along, just know that uh, in ten years' time, uh, the old calendars from 1966 will be able to be used again. Uh, they'll be exactly the same, mm. with the exception of things like Easter and stuff like that that mm. that, move, that move around. God oh, man. Easter. Yeah, will Easter there be a, a, a ring of fire lunar eclipse again in ten years? I have no idea. I didn't even. I was outside when it happened. And I didn't even look uh, to see what was going on. I was too busy watching the soccer game. So yeah, it was the western part of the United States. It was yeah. too cloudy to see it here. Too cloudy. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. To some news. Uh, things that happened in 1805. German composer uh, Ludwig, Ludwig van Beethoven premiered his third symphony symphony at the <laughs> theater uh, in Vienna. Mm, okay. okay. And uh, just a few years later, in 1967, uh, film critic <laughs> Roger Ebert published his very first film review in the Chicago Sun Times. Of his first, yeah. What yeah. was it? Uh, a movie called uh, 
Galia, G-A-L-I-A. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Never Gave it, it two and a half stars. Uh, the just opening little clip from it says, George Lautner's Galia opens and closes with artsy shots of the ocean, mother of us all. But in between, it's pretty clear that what is washing ashore is the French New Wave. Oh, it's wow. a French movie. Okay. Yep, yep. And uh, Ebert did not stop reviewing pretty much right up until the oh, time I came it was at actually, this movie. Yeah. Every yeah, year. He watched he every year and reviewed it again. Uh, he w- posted his last review just uh, right uh, at his death, which was just a few days prior um, to like the, the annual anniversary of that first review. His final review was for Terrence Malick's uh, To the Wonder, which he gave three and a half stars. I don't know that movie, To the Wonder. I've never heard of it, yeah. Uh, Ben Affleck and somebody. I think it's okay. um, Daredevil. Rachel, yeah. Maybe Rachel McAdams. Did you say it's Daredevil? It's it's Daredevil? Daredevil. The Daredevil. Sequel. Yeah. Ben Affleck, yeah. doesn't it? Now in 1983, during STS-6, astronauts Story Musgrave and Don Peterson performed the first space shuttle spacewalk. Story Musgrave? Yep. That's the dude's name? That is His name is Story? Name. Yeah, I like yeah. that. His name is like something out of an anime. It yes. is, yes, yeah, yeah, or like an old western. Like for they all just had name your kid whatever you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. chapter book Musgrave. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, moving picture Musgrave when they got a little further in the mm-hmm. down the line. Named mm-hmm. after the train that came mm-hmm. rambling through the screen to kill them. Uh, let's see. In 1999, the World Trade Organization rules in favor of the United States in its long-running trade dispute. With the European Union over bananas. Over bananas? Do we have really? banana news? I, I did not look up what it was about. Oh, you I didn't just... follow up on it. We, we have had banana talk in the past. We have. We yeah, love well, that's bananas. that's why I figured we didn't need to go back into it. But apparently there was some trade what dispute. What trade dispute was about bananas? I'm going to mm, find out. A, Keep going, Keith. Probably, probably, probably tariffs or something like that. Oh, yeah, there's tariffs. Yeah. Uh, the no number bananas. one song in the land. Yeah. You're my soul and inspiration by the Righteous Brothers. Finally oh, knocking off the bells yes. of the Thank God. I'm glad we're out of that one. That one's mm-hmm. lasted way too long. Yeah. Do you want to know what the, the trade dispute was? Sure. Yes. One side had banana quotas and tariffs, and the other text pecorino cheese and cashmere sweaters. What? Wait, so <laughs> what's the issue? They were just fighting over the cost Ta- of things. Taxes and tariffs, yeah. Yeah. I love I'll- it, though. We got bananas. Oh, yeah? Well, if you're going to tax our bananas, we'll tax your pecorino cheese and cashmere sweaters. <laughs> Not my no! cashmere sweaters. <laughs> also, I'll be honest. I mean, I I don't know how far off the how far outside of Europe the European Union, I guess, would go. But mm-hmm. I always picture bananas from like South America That's and not from, Europe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's weird that they're involved with the, the banana trade issue well i imagine the united states funneled the bananas through south america yeah. into them and then yeah. yeah they probably would not allow uh or maybe the banana growing countries in south america didn't have the means at the time to transport their own bananas to europe to cut out the middleman yeah. i don't know All, i'm just or, guessing or, i mean cashmere sweaters probably aren't worn a lot in south uh, america i'm guessing well in the united uh, states so what was kissing cashmere made out of something I know something made out of something, but yeah. <sighs> Keep going, Keith. We're gonna find out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we got some birthdays. In 1915, Billy Holiday. Uh-huh. Okay. 1928, James Garner. Okay. 
1939, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh huh. Ah, that guy. The original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1946, Stan Winston. Stan. Uh, special effects. Winston, but, right? Yeah. He's like special yeah, yeah, effects yeah. guy. Yeah, he is a four time Oscar winner. Uh, he got best effects and visual effects in 1987 for Aliens. And in nice. 1994 for Jurassic Park. In 1992, he won best visual effects, best effects and visual effects, as well as best makeup for uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, Stan is only the second special effects artist to be honored with a star on Hollywood's Walk of Stars. Uh, apparently, he made a living as a stand-up comedian before moving into makeup and effects. Mm, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, he's mostly uh, besides the ones that I mentioned already that. In addition to the ones I've mentioned already, uh, he uh, is best known for special effects on Terminator, T2, T3, Aliens, Predator 1 and 2, uh, The Monster Squad, which I'm going to try and watch with my kids this week, nice. uh, Galaxy Quest, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 3, and one of Derek's favorite movies, Congo. Oh, dear God. Yeah. And then uh, he also uh, is known uh, for makeup on Starman, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Batman Returns, Austin Powers, uh, where he's, I guess he did the fat bastard costume. Mm, nice, uh, nice. In Batman Returns, he did the the penguin. Uh, oh, yeah, that was know, a good makeup. Setup, yeah. And he is uncredited work in Friday 13th, part two and three, as well as John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now, while filming Predator, Winston returned to his hotel one day to find his shower crawling with frogs. convinced that this was a prank by Arnold Schwarzenegger, he called in the help of members of his special effects crew to catch the frogs in a pillowcase and releasing them into Arnold's bed. Neither Stan or Arnold dared to bring up the subject the next day. Years later, Winston was on a talk show and recounted the entire story, knowing that Arnold would be a guest in that show the very next day. But when that day came, Arnold commented on the story by swearing he had nothing to do with the prank, upon which Winston's crew members finally confessed that they had Played the prank on him themselves. Oh my god! And, uh, they they let Arnold uh, take the fall for it. The truth comes out eventually, people. See, there you go. Yep. And then right. Arnold went and systematically murdered each one of their ones. <laughs> yeah, that's one the bad one crew. by one. In mm-hmm. revenge, it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, in 1954, we had both Jackie Chan and Tony Dorsett. Okay. Nice. In 1960, we had Buster Douglas. Uh huh. Boy, oh, lots of sports. Yeah, 1964, Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Mm, the last exorcist. Yep, yep. And in 19... <laughs> <laughs> or the Pope's exorcist, actually. He wasn't the last one. But... No. Most important uh, one. In 1975, Rondi, Rondé and Tiki Barber. Oh, the Barber twins. Yep. And in 1987, uh, Jack Johnson. The musician? No, the, the actor. I think he's the voice of um, Peter Parker in the Spider-Verse oh, movies. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, yeah. Isn't there a musician named Jack Johnson? There is also, yes. I think so, yeah. And uh, Most Def had a group called uh, Black Jack Johnson, okay. uh, a okay. band that he was in. I think also Jack Johnson may have been a boxer at one time as well. I'm. It's a very common combination of Sir yeah. and what's the other kind of name? Surname's your last name. What's your first name? Called ma'am name. Yeah. Your ma'am name and surname. Yes, yes. Okay, that makes more sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, also uh, on April seventh, we have birthdays for Astro Boy. Nice, uh-huh. nice little uh, guy. Yep, Mickey Goldmill. I don't know that one. It's uh, Mickey from the Rocky 
franchise. Okay. Oh, like, like the I, trainer. Yeah. His I name never is knew, Gold Mill. I never knew that. I didn't know he had a last name. Yeah. yeah it was always just <laughs> Mick. I like how you, you uh, didn't know that either, Keith. No, I did not. <laughs> and I, you I, just I said look it up. Mick from the Rocky movies. Yeah. <laughs> he was listening as he was listening to Mickey Gold Mill. Like That's what it comes down to. Uh, I, I like throwing things. Oh, out. I have a nugget yeah. of information mm-hmm. that I just learned. Mm hmm. Uh, also, uh, Mr. Big of Sex and the City. And uh, one day later, just a couple other note words, uh, Alfred Pennyworth is on the 8th and on the 9th, oh. Peggy Carter. Well, there you go. Uh, you can get together with, uh, you know, and celebrate friends, family, birthdays, any of the birthdays we previously mentioned, or uh-huh. just the fact that this episode turns 58 years old. And you can do it by uh, celebrating uh, as well with International Beaver Day. Love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Beaver yep. Squad lives. Beaver, Beaver a... Squad ears perked up. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, Beaver, the Beaver Squad members yeah. out there are like, oh, hello. Yeah. Uh, National Beer Day. Oh, mm-hmm. I celebrate that yep, sometimes. Yep. And, of course, National Coffee Cake Day. Oh, mm. fantastic. Yes. Uh, my, my stepmother makes the most amazing coffee cake, and she will not share the recipe with anybody. Hmm. Uh, she says she's taking it to her uh, grave with her. To her really? grave? Really? She's not gonna pass it on at yeah. all. That is petty as fuck, man. Yeah. She said. Oh, she said. She said. You know. It, you know. If you go through the house and you start going through the cookbook stuff, she's like, you'll eventually find you'll it. You'll find but, it. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna burn the house down before she goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They uh they recently put in um some new security and some safes, and I was like, is there like a third safe with? Just the recipe <laughs> for that. It's like a retinal scan and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Get this. Yeah, I, this is a, I mean, she makes this coffee cake um, for pretty much any occasion or like, you know, people's birthdays. Like she'll, she gives them out at Christmas time, I think as well. Nice. They're fantastic. Uh, absolutely delicious. Maybe she has like a person she calls every week. And like, if she doesn't call them, then the, the guy like is, has permission to just burn the recipe. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just to check in every week. Just yeah. to... It's like that Banksy piece of art that shreds itself. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I found it. You know, it's so it's like, like a saw trap. Yeah. You get in there. And burns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's either that or like, I'm going to, you know, go to their house. I'm going to sit down on the couch and just kind of looking around. I'll start noticing things on the wall and it's all like, uh, Usual suspects. You have to think yeah. back to every conversation you've ever had with her, and she—if you piece it all together, six tablespoons. Oh my yeah. god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just—it's just, it's just whole thing. little symbols everywhere in in the house that tell me what it is. Uh, but it's great. Three fifty yeah. for twenty-four mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, uh, I don't know how you feel about this. I don't feel any way positive. Yeah, but um, in previous life. <laughs> Uh, oh you were a female, okay, and you were born somewhere around the territory of northern England, approximately Ooh. the year uh, ten fifty. Ten fifty. Ten fifty is pretty yep. old. Okay, and your profession would have been a builder of roads, bridges, or nope. docks. In ten fifty, bridges. Yep. I, I guess. When, yeah, when, that makes when, sense. when were roads invented? Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no. Well, I mean, the Roman Empire had roads and bridges. Yeah. So. True, true. But it burned. And aqueducts and stuff, but not mm-hmm. the roads and bridges. They're made out of stone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, can't get rid of those that easy. This seems pretty, this seems, this one seems the most logical of the ones that happen. we've had before. It yeah. could happen. Yeah. I was hoping you would say you were born in uh, 
near the Gobi Desert or the Central Asia where you raise a certain type of goat and the wool was <laughs> used to make cashmere. Oh, that would oh, be even better. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See how I wrapped that in there? You did, Waited you for did. My moment. It interjected. All right, let me uh, interject one last little thing here. No! Uh, birthday numbers, 4, 7, 19, oh, I thought we already did that. I really did. No, we, we don't really <laughs> no, no, we did not. <laughs> I mean, we could say we did. No, let's no but, keep going. But uh, like in my brain, when you started doing the uh, Northern England, I'm like, we must have already done the birthday numbers. And I just no, don't remember. No, no, no. We close out birthday numbers, 4, 7, 66. Reveal that your life path number of six represents justice, nurturing, nope. responsibility, that's great compassion, and you seek to be of service to others. Let me close the book. I'm going to grab the little uh, tongs here. I'm going to set it back on the shelf, throw out a couple more hot dogs, and then dive into my seat and wait for further instruction. Man, Keith, you were you were eager to be done with your... Uh... Well, I mean, look, the book gets a little feisty after a while, so I don't hurry up. It like does. It's, it's also a couple of good snacks. It does. Well, you know what we should do? Mm. Recline! Well, gents, we're descending through the Tunnel of Love as brought to us by Candy Corn as robotic arms mm. controlled by our oldest Ooh. AI companion. Yeah, uh, our first one. Yeah. Undress us and dress mm. us into our skooma suits as we descend down to the skooma X dome that's still naming rights TBD. You need to hop on it. We only got three eps left after this one. Sure. Man, what a deal you could get at this point in time. In fact, you know what? Uh, we could probably do... Um, I was like, I went to GameStop and all clearance was buy one, get two free. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, and if, you're, if you're a GameStop power member, it was oh. buy one, get three free in clearance. And wow. I would say right now, if somebody wanted to do naming rights for one episode, we'd probably give them two more for free. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably oh. right, too. Yeah, why not? I say It sounds yeah. like GameStop. Uh, so now we're in the GameStop Scuba X Dome. <laughs> Brought to you by Skate. Get in the game. Wait, that's yeah, EA. Get in that's, the, that's EA, though, isn't it? Or is that GameStop? Yeah, that's, that's EA. What is it? GameStop's I don't know. slogan? What is GameStop's slogan? Please come buy things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Come buy junk you don't need. Oh, we'll gladly buy the game you just purchased three days ago. That was brand new for 33 cents. Yes. <laughs> That's their slogan. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's a little unwieldy, but uh, it gets the point across. It does. Mm -hmm. It really drew me in. I'll be selling all my games. Oh, yeah. I'm constantly there. Constantly at GameStop looking for the one thing that always got away from me. A little piece of my dignity i don't know what that means i sold it to him a long time ago dignity's there <laughs> yep wow you, you probably sold that for cheap uh, I, did. I only got 14 it. cents and they're like or you can get 28 cents and store credit and i was like well it, i just gave away my dignity so i guess i'll take the store credit yeah <laughs> I, nice yep um but yeah it's there um yeah, been there buy back for 50 dollars no yeah um People are always like, ugh. Or they had that 30-day return policy, and people always oh, it, They checked it out, returned it. Yeah. yeah. You know, this isn't a library. It's a GameStop. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what isn't a library or a GameStop, but it's shaped like Mr. T and has a cool-ass <laughs> bunch of gold chain anchors? Mm -hmm. Our uh -huh. scuba boat. So we should saunter <laughs> over to that. <laughs> Hop aboard, because Captain Terry is going to take us on a ride an additional 2.75 miles out. So we reach international waters, and from there, we will dive and dive deep to the gates of hell for another edition of Scuba X. Scuba X.
So this episode was directed by Ezra Stone. Um, yep. Believe it or not, there are still a few episodes of his to go. I choose um, not to believe it. Well, that is your right. Um, as it is my know. right, goddammit. <laughs> uh, we'll just have to see if you're proven wrong or not as we keep going. I will not be. Yeah. Tune, tune in next week to find out, everyone. Hmm. Will there be more Ezra Stone episodes? Maybe. Um. We've talked about his extensive Monsters filmography. I have little to nothing else to say about him besides, you know, the important things like Tivis is a big fan. Uh, his father was a chemist. I was wondering today if maybe like his family was known for being like a bunch of chemists and that he like was the one who struck out on his own to do his own thing. <laughs> it's a black sheep. <laughs> yep. Everybody just they disowned him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, can't, he can't even talk about the monsters around his family. Yes. Mm hmm. There was like, we should have became a chemist. You would have been much more successful. Um, but that's all right. I was just thinking about the day, and it was, it was kind of a, you know, a, a good mystery, but there's no way to tell. So, there's, unless you open up like an instant ancestry.com account for Ezra Stone. For Ezra Stone. I'll just need to get a piece of his DNA. That's all. And, well, you don't even need that. You just need to have his birth date, really, and know who his really? parents were. And then, yeah, you can probably trace it back. Interesting. I and I don't think you, I don't think you just put Tivis's name in there. I don't think. <laughs> well, he might be connected. I don't know. <laughs> Tivis is like the the grandson of Ezra cousin Stone. removed, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all starting to make sense now. I he's got stone fan. DNA. <laughs> he's my father. <laughs> uh, this episode was written by Dick Conway, another man that we've talked about many, many times. Uh, he wrote thirteen episodes of The Munsters. He's a classic member of the Beaver Squad, like we mentioned earlier. Just in time mm-hmm. for uh, Beaver Day or whatever, Beaver Week. Oh, was God, it? Yep. yeah, it's yep. Beaver Week. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Build so. your dams. The beavers are coming. <laughs> build, build. Yep, yep. What do you do? Um, do you just, like, appreciate the, I don't know. Hmm. Do the beavers celebrate? Probably. <laughs> beavers do nothing but celebrate. They are the yep. most festive of... <laughs> web feet flat tailed creatures true they're they're known for having a great time they are known for that indeed party animals that's where the term party animal came from was the beaver uh yeah but anyways uh dick conway this is his last episode sadly so mm. you know what we got to do we got to mention every single thing he's ever been on with the monsters to talk about it decide was it worth it or not this is gonna be a long episode so uh we're off to a strong start season one episode 14 grandpa leaves home um (laughs) banger yeah you know grandpa runs away to become a stage magician uh season one episode 15 he was herman's rival um herman thinks lily's cheating on him because she got a job (laughs) (sighs) but Lester appears. Yes. I wonder if he was the creator. Does he get credit for creating Lester? Every time Lester shows up, does he get? Yeah, he gets a nickel. Yeah, I'm I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. No, he only wrote up to the beginning part and he wasn't around for the Lester uh, button on the end of the. the Yeah, he probably only had like the story by (laughs) credit or something. Yeah, probably. Unless that was the one part of the story he did was I want uh, Lester to show up. (laughs) That was his one contribution. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, season one, episode 26, Far Out Munsters. Uh, we've talked about this one. Obviously, the Standells, they come and play music at the oh, Munsters man. house. Another banger. Yeah, that was great. They did a lot of Beatles covers. Um, 
Season one, episode 29, Herman the Rookie, where Herman plays baseball. That's kind of a fun one. Oh, that's, that's a, at least that's a, a highly rated episode. The highest mm-hmm. rated of them all, I think. Oh, is it? Is that that one? Yeah. Okay. I can see why. That's kind of a fun one. Season one, episode 33, Lily Munster, Girl Model, uh, infamous episode. Oh, Lily, that is an infamous episode. Lily starts modeling. That's the one so, that Keith likes to bring up all the time. Uh-huh. That's She's Keith's got that favorite. weird fanfic site dedicated yeah. to oh, yeah. Grandpa transforming into a woman. Oh, I thought you were saying I'm bringing up because uh, I do believe it's the only episode with a person of color in it. And that as well, too. Yes. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, Herman, he goes on a date with Grandpa for revenge, basically, because Lily starts modeling. And yeah, we we all know it, was, it didn't just stop there at a date. Uh, season one, episode 35, Herman's Happy Valley. The monsters buy land at a place called Happy Valley, and then some guy like wants to buy it back, so he tries to scare them away, Scooby-Doo style. Mm-hmm. I think he wanted to build a missile silo or something. I don't remember. But... Yeah, I think so. They had some government contract of some sort. Yeah. Season two, episode three, Bronco busting Munster. Uh, great episode where Herman is entered into the local rodeo by Eddie. Great episode. <laughs> I like that one. I think that's that one, one of was my good. least favorites ever. I think. What? Yes. Grandpa turns into no. a horse. Yeah. yeah. Well, he th- he tries, but he yeah. Okay, so that, there's some logistics that are confusing about that. But <laughs> it was, that's got yeah. a lot of stock footage though. So true. I mean, you could see some professionally shot footage for a while. Yeah. Uh, season two, episode four, Herman Munster Shutterbug, where Herman oh, becomes no. a photographer. Oh, no. And, and does racist stuff. No, that's the one where he accidentally takes a photo of the two guys robbing the, the bank. bank robbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and the it's worst like how did you not see the bank? Ro- oh, God. I <laughs> mm, that's that. right. I, okay. Yeah. I, 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 was confusing, that I was confusing it with the one where he was the. Uh, that's the where he's a spy. Yeah. 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 My bad. The detective, detective thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when he was really racist. Shutterbug, he was just stupid. So, <laughs> Season two, episode seven, Operation Herman. Herman sneaks into the hospital to see Eddie because Eddie got his tonsils removed and he's not allowed to go see him for some reason. It's a weird that episode was. and I can't remember if I liked it or not. Uh, I liked. I remember liking the part where like they tried to operate on him. Because yeah, they and he's him all down. drugged. He's all gassed yeah. up, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lily, I think, thinks he's drunk or something. And he comes yeah. home and he's like, he's drunk. That's funny. Oh, yeah. isn't that the one where Grandpa's sneaking around? He puts the coat on backwards. Yes. And he yes. goes off camera and then he comes back on camera and the coat's yep. on perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, yeah. there's like some like set hand that had to like rush over there and help him <laughs> they, real fast. They cut and stuff. Yeah. It's like, All right. Took three hours to get him in that coat and fix his hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, season two, episode 11, uh, Herman's driving test. That was a pretty good one. Herman gets his driver's license. That's a that's Tivis's favorite, isn't it? I think yeah, it is. Yeah, and I mean, time. I kind of agree. Huh. It was great. Uh, yeah, that that's a good one because you get that weird dude out in that like odd little yeah. outpost DMV. The old man that yeah, it's like the mayor. He's the fire department. He's the DMV. He's everything. Yeah, yeah. And then we get all so many amazing, and th- and he didn't write it this way. It's just filmed this way. Just so many great sequences of that old man walking back and forth across the room. Yes, mm-hmm. opening yeah, up that little hand as slow as can be every time. <laughs> they had to like fast motion every way. once in a while. <laughs> can't can't cut to me being already there. Oh, nope, God, nope, no. nope. Got to see the process. How is a sausage made? Yep. I mean, I mean, if he'd be cut, then I wouldn't. I'd be like taken out of the film. How did he get there? I don't know. Yeah. It's like what? Mm-hmm. Is there another one of him in this room? 
Did he teleport? Is he like Nightcrawling? <laughs> <laughs> bamf, bamf. That would be a better episode, honestly. If he was Nightcrawler? Yeah. Or if he was Jake Gyllenhaal's Nightcrawler, either one would be fine. <laughs> oh, well, that would yeah. make sense. Herman gets his driver's license. <laughs> he goes out, gets in the horrible wreck, and here comes Jake Gyllenhaal to take pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got uh, season two, episode 16. Herman picks a winner. Uh, you know, oh, Herman no. teaches Eddie a lesson on gambling by taking oh, all of Eddie's money. That's and one of my least favorite it. episodes, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like that one at all. Yeah, not great. But he does walk down the building in that episode. Okay, I take it back. I like some parts of the episode. He walks yeah. down the building, which that is so pretty funny. But he, he walks down the building because Grandpa turned into a bat, found him, and brought yes. him an anti-gravity yeah. pill yes. because he knew he would be trapped on the ledge of a building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poorly written, but yeah, he walks a... down the side of a building. Very convenient solution. That feels like it just kind of came out of nowhere. It solves everything right away. Uh, grandpa's, yeah. grandpa's always, he's prepared for everything. Yes. True. He's got contingency plans. He's like Batman, you know? He's, he is like Batman. He's literally a Batman. <laughs> oh, he's a man. No, bat right, I got to go, guys. I got to go. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, more of a man bat, I yeah. agree. Uh, season two, episode 27, Eddie's brother. We did this one recently. Yeah. Grandpa creates a robot brother for Eddie. That was pretty funny. Um, you liked it. Uh. <laughs> and of course, he did this one, which we will talk about if that was good or not. But what do you guys think? <laughs> what do you guys think about that? What's this guy's name again? Dick Conway. Conway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got I to gotta say, he's probably one of the main reasons that I'm, I continually question whether, like, why the show has, like, there's like a loyal fan base of the show. It's kind of like seen as an iconic show, but he's one of the reasons why I, I question it every time. Yeah. It, I feel so, like he's got so a lot of episodes. misses. Yeah. yeah. A lot of misses. There's like a few in there that are, I feel like are really good. I know you guys maybe I didn't like as much as I did, but then like there's a bunch in there that I'm like, yeah, I don't remember liking that one very much at all. Yeah. And I think also his have like, you know, usually we can find like something like a little segment of a show of each episode that we kind of enjoy. I think mm-hmm. his have the least amount of those. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially, um, yeah, like the Standells episode. That one wasn't great. Um, yeah. So like when my son the other day asked me, do you like the monsters? And I said, <laughs> well, I did. Complicated. Until, I did. Except for those Dick Conway episodes. It is very complicated. Yeah. yeah. He did ask me that the other day, though. So. Oh, you know, it's a random conversation. He just asked me. Well, does he care? Did you show him an episode to see what he thinks? He's seen an episode before. Did he like it? There's a reason he's probably asking if I like it. You actually like this? It's like judging your your taste in TV. Yeah, judging you. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I think it was a bit judgy. Yeah, he's, you know, he's he's waiting until he gets old enough to be emancipated. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's part of like the lead of his. Yes, mm-hmm. your honor. Your My honor. father spent yeah. uh, two years of his life watching the Munsters. Oh, case really? closed. <laughs> yeah, get him. Emancipation granted. Yeah, well, that's all right. You know, the Munsters is worth it. So, well, there's no guest actors on this week's episode. It's just the Munsters oh, you're themselves. Right, there isn't. Holy cow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is a guest legacy that we can talk about. A the go kart. What? The legacy of the go-kart. Oh! <laughs> what? Hold on here, what? <laughs> There's All a right. go-kart in this episode. Let's do it. Kart racing. 
Yes. So uh, Art Ingalls, he is known for being the father of karting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He was actually a race car builder. He lived in California, Uh and he invented the first kart out of scrap metal and surplus engine parts in his garage in 1956. So just 10 years prior. Pretty recent. Yeah, actually, which is kind of surprising. So uh, he he actually he tested it out in the Rose Bowl parking lot. Um, And actually, the rest is pretty much history gained traction very quickly <laughs> people love this thing um card events actually started taking place outside the rose bowl very frequently um they became very popular they started spreading to other countries europe it's particularly popular people really like it in europe um still or just at the time uh still yeah i mean it's still wow. pretty big yeah there's uh there's various uh racing formats that they do so um there's the sprint, which is like, you know, short duration race, small number of laps, usually from a quarter mile to a mile long, kind of like a typical, typical racing circle circuit thing, I guess. So mm-hmm. it's all about speed, uh, the ability to like pass and overtake the other drivers. Um, the next is an endurance race, which it can range from 30 minutes to 24 hours. So like the, the, the Le Mans of go-karting. Yes, it kind of is. Yeah. Uh, they can have multiple drivers throughout the race. Uh, this one kind of depends more on like your consistency, the pit crew, the reliability of your vehicle, more so than like the speed. Uh, and these types of races, they usually in the U.S. go for like 30 to 45 minutes, which honestly doesn't seem that long compared to the 24-hour races. <laughs> but there are exceptions to that. Um, in other countries, they're more well, well known for doing the longer ones, like uh, the 24 Hours of Le Mans in France. Uh, that's been going since 1986. Um, there's the South, one in South Africa that's the 24 hour of carding festival. Hmm. Um, according to Wikipedia, this format is the most popular entry point for kart racers because it's a, a cheaper entry point, I guess. Uh, it's a little easier to afford, like a just more reliable, cheaper cart, I guess. They're more durable. Um, overall running costs are cheaper as well for this kind of thing. So that's where a lot of people get their start. And the last racing category I saw was called Speedway, which you know, is on asphalt, um, usually for about a tenth of a mile to a quarter mile. And it's two straights and four left turns, which sounded like a rectangle to me, but Wikipedia said that uh, it's not necessarily symmetrical and resembles more of an egg. Usually these races go from four laps to 20 laps. There you go. That's a little bit of a fun go-kart slash just normal kart history. The legacy of go-karts. And, you know, of course, the Scuba X is, uh, we also, usually our paths are, you know, two straight lines and four left turns, but... um, Yes, in that order, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the most efficient way to travel. Um, Ours is kind of also, I would say, more egg-shape-like. And I've noticed that, we're kind of starting to skew more symmetrical than we should. So I think we're running out of steam here. We should probably start to, you know, float our way to the top. You know, we need to relax. We don't want to go too fast. So maybe a relaxed pace because we, we've had a hard time coming down here all these years of doing this monster podcast. We just got to relax and chill out. Let's, let's just take the time to enjoy the moment. I'm know? all about it. Now, Terry, did you say float upwards in a relaxed pace? And chill and enjoy the moment. Yes, exactly what I said. Yes, oh. glad you were listening, Derek. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. About fifteen minutes ago, 
yeah. uh, right before we came down to Skuma. I freaked the fuck out. I there was nothing relaxing about it. I was screaming oh, no. in the corner of the Skuma X dome. I'm surprised okay. you guys didn't see me. You must have been too busy getting on to the the Skuma X ship. Yeah, because it looks so much like Mister T. It's distracting. It I, is, was uh, just, I was like to admire it before I get on. Yeah, I was freaking out, running around in circles. I did that like curly like from the three stooges laid on my side and was going whoop, 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 whoop. it's like running in place and just spinning on my side oh um just nothing relaxed about it uh and so i've been up here the whole time um never left <laughs> oh you oh you didn't come down with us no you guys went out <laughs> the 2.75 miles and dove to the depths yeah. of hell and i've just been here freaking out until oh. i heard you say calm down and relax and there was like the um uh, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> the words that brought you down, bright yeah. back. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I'm here. Got yeah. some prime rib. Uh, waiting for you guys to return. Can't believe I didn't know huh. you're gone. Wow. Yeah. And th- this week's prime rib is a special one because uh, didn't have any prime rib. I forgot to go shopping, so I quickly mm-hmm. put together uh, like a diorama of prime rib. Oh, <laughs> cardboard, felt, uh, popsicle sticks, hmm. airplane glue. Um, okay, okay. And also, so it's of you cooking the prime rib. Yes, it's a yeah. it's a it's a three D uh, model of me cooking prime rib, pulling out of the oven. If you pull the little uh, thing, I pull it out of the oven. I stand up right with the prime rib. And oh, it so it's in, like I, movable. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a little animated mm. piece. Um, wow, that's I, very well done. I'm really it. proud of it. Um, mm-hmm. I put some glitter on it. My mom said, you probably don't need the glitter. And I was like, mom, I'm trying to impress uh, Mrs. Malloy. Let me put the, let me, let me put the glitter on. Mrs. Mrs. Malloy, is Mrs. she up here? Mrs. <laughs> Malloy, she loves glitter. She loves glitter. Yep. Well, I mean, she's just signed the diorama to me. So, uh, oh, I see. Oh, wait. Oh, you're getting, uh, this is an it's, assignment. It's due tomorrow. I'm going to get graded on uh, it. Right. I, I think so, I forgot to do this. I better please start. don't eat the diorama. So, you know, it does look very realistic. I do. It does mm, look insanely realistic. I'm so used to eating a prime rib every week that now it's like, well, yeah. And when I went to Target for my, my weekly poopery, my poopery um, pickup, <laughs> I found another scented spray. And it was prime rib. It was right next door. It was on one shelf over. It was the knockoff oh. poopery. It was, you know. What is this word? Poopery? <laughs> You've never heard of poopery? It's like this little bottle. <sighs> I don't know if it works or not, but you're supposed to spray it into the toilet before you go poopy. And it's, it, uh, it's a Jeopardy category all the time. Potpourri. What's that? Isn't potpourri is a, it's a Jeopardy it's one of the. It's like well, one potpourri. Of the Jeopardy, yeah, potpourri is the thing, right? It's a smell good collection yes. of of twigs and berries. Mm-hmm. Oh, now potpourri. Um, <laughs> if you've never seen it, <laughs> yes, okay. I was first made aware of it about ten years ago on YouTube uh, commercial, and it's, it comes in a little bottle. You spray it into the toilet. Pre- oh, yep. Yeah. Shoot, we have some in my house. Yeah, pre bathroom use, and it's supposed to create like a. A, a film over the water um, oh. that traps in the odor. That's what the, oh. that's what the animation oh. had me believe. Okay. I don't know if it works really, no. but there's the rival to poopery uh, right next to it that smells like prime rib that you spray into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> into so the it toilet? just smells like prime rib. Oh. 
Okay. Well, I, I don't mean, know. For for a second, I thought you were just messing up a word there, Derek. You were like you said poopery at Target, and I was like, like your weekly you weekly go to I Target. I weekly thing. run for poopery. I go through some. No, no, they know that you just go to poop at Target. That's uh, oh, I do that as well. Yes. Yeah. But I carry poopery with me because I I'm so embarrassed. I don't want to make the bathroom in a. I don't want to make a public bathroom smell bad. No, oh, I God, think yeah. uh, I think my wife was even brought on vacation with us before she had a little travel size one. <laughs> oh, I thought she's really attached to it. It's, like, it's her yeah. third child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sentient bottle of poopery. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, we're here, gents. We got the yep. potpourri, mm-hmm. uh, poopery that smells like prime rib sprayed onto my diorama of prime rib. I'm glad we're, boy, we only got a few more of these. I'm running out of poop prime ribs to make uh and we're here we're going to do it we are going to talk about season two episode 29 a house divided as keith had mentioned earlier this son bitch came out april 7th 1966 and when i sat crisscross apples <laughs> you know how every week i say well if you're a first time listener let mm-hmm. me make sure i go over everything mm-hmm. <sighs> So when I sat crisscross applesauce yeah, we better cover on this, a distant yeah. planet and mm-hmm. teleported myself to this planet, which I yep. climbed up on a kitchen table and sat crisscross applesauce mm-hmm. and then through tantric meditation <laughs> transported myself back in time <laughs> to when this episode was created because I can't stream it and I refuse to buy the DVD. Uh, <laughs> that was the easiest way to do it. Easiest yeah. way to do it. Yeah. It said on the front of the script, Grandpa insists that he is half owner of the family's house. I'm still not sure whether, you know, whenever I see you, Derek, if it's actually you or just some tantric meditation version of you. Like, it's hard to tell, you know. You could just be off hanging out on a distant planet, for all I know, just sending your body well, and soul down that. here. <laughs> right now? Yes. <laughs> You're just doing that at all time? Yes. Oh. That's my thing. You don't travel back and forth between here and the distant planet. It's a distant planet. I can't travel that fast. That's faster than light travel. That's, fa- that's, that's even seems faster like you than like him to travel the... pretty fast. Usually. Well, that's even, even more faster than him leaving the skooma. Yeah, that's so fast. I, faster than light travel is is just so impossible. Um, even if I left this distant planet like a while ago, I still wouldn't be here in time for the recording. That's why I have to astral project myself. Mm, okay. okay. It's the only way. Um, Fair enough. This episode gets a 7.7 on IMDb. Oh, nice. That is a uh, not highly rated or top rated, but it is a well-reviewed episode. It yeah. is. Seems highly rated in my book. Should we do it? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, sure. Might as well. We got, we got this far. Might as well. Yeah. Why stop Actually, now? no. I'd rather not. Let's just let's just end it here. Release it as it is. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah, Derek, you you gave it a good. You said IMDb said seven point seven. There's no need for us to go any further. It's well, what happened was I was like, oh yeah, I got to pull up these reviews, and when I clicked the link, there were more than I expected, and it and it <gasps> kind of like knocked me back for a second. I forgot what we were doing. <laughs> wow. Well, now I'm excited. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> buckle up, boyos, because this one starts with Eddie running into the kitchen where <clears throat> Lily's making her classic clam chowder. Yes. And there's giant aggressive clams. Yeah, they're fresh. They're fresh. They're huge too. Huge clams. Yeah, I haven't seen clams like this. Man, I bet you that clam chowder tastes delicious. This episode is a prop contest extravaganza. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. 
So we, we start with these giant clams. They're aggressive. They will snap. They snap at Eddie. They break a spoon in half or something. And this is all they must have had. They must have known that the time was coming to an end. We have four episodes left. We have budget. We have to burn. Yep. How many things can we break <laughs> in half today? Because they break so many things in half. Yeah, true. You destroy all our props. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that way nobody can use them in the future. What do you think happened to this giant clam when they were done? There are two of them. Like after um, the scene cut? Yeah, like when they were done. Like, the, Do you think the, the prop team get to take oh, them like, no, or like no. out of the warehouse somewhere? Like in real I'm, life. Okay. I'm going to guess that they were both on display at Al Lewis's Italian restaurant. You think oh, so? Yeah, Maybe. that seems like a thing. Yeah. Or you get the linguine with clam sauce. Yep. Yep. But they just they show they just have these two hanging on the wall, you know, a marlin in between them or something. A marlin, yeah. Mm, I like marlin that. Wayans. Some sort of decoration. Mm-hmm. I bet like that that Munster's um motel or whatever in Texas has it. And that they're like <laughs> using it as like they're like yeah. recreating that scene every morning. And... Oh god, I feel like we almost have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> the monsters bill. Can, I can't remember. Can you actually stay there? Or is it just like a museum? I think you just take a tour. Yeah, it's just a tour thing. There's got to be a way to take a virtual tour. Like somebody's got to have pictures. Just zoom us I, wonder, I wonder how many props they've recreated and put into that place. It would be interesting to see, like actually walking into that house after yeah, watching I mean, it I, for so long. I don't want to pay any money though. <laughs> I would sneak in little... after hours. <laughs> No, I mean, we use our, our credit as the Monster Hunters. I mean, come on, folks. We have oh, a, God, yeah. We have a podcast. They should have yeah, us. Yeah. We are doing, it's for media reasons. One of the that. top two favorite Monster podcasts on the internet. Yeah, and, <laughs> and true. It, it, we get a media pass probably, right? Any listeners out there have hookups, you know, let us know. Yeah, man, get us in there. If anyone is willing to fly me to Texas, because I'm not going to pay for the trip, <laughs> and then put me up in a hotel, and then send me to this house yep. i will be happy to do it i'd love I'm it if you like gave me some money to like replace my pto from work so i didn't use any of that too yeah just... so you know like when you went on a on a win a trip on a uh, on a game show or something like mm-hmm. that or like a contest it's always like uh four five days and four nights uh all expenses round trip airfare and then it'll be like and five thousand dollars of spending money that's what i want Right, just yes, give me the yes. spending money. Send me down there. I don't even need to be there for five days. Just two would be fine, I think. Yeah, two's plenty of time. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like Disney World. You can't do it all in one day. No, right? so you can't see everything. Home. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go both days. For that. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's all we're doing. Well, oh, I thought you meant like see some other stuff while we're there. No, because no. I was no. thinking like we could be in and out in like an hour. Probably we're gonna be in there for <laughs> as long as it's open. I think. <laughs> nope. Two full days of the monsters. Well, the lines. You don't. You have to think about the lines, Keith. It's going to be really busy. <laughs> fast pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, a fast pass for that thing? I don't think so. <laughs> you get to answer the phone. The- <laughs> oh, the co- okay. Yeah, the coffin phone. You need a fast pass for that. You get a, a fast a pass for the coffin phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast pass to sit in the cage in Eddie's room. Yep. If you download the app, it's actually easier to see what rides are more <laughs> you can busy. See how long the queue yeah. is. Yeah, yeah how big oh. each each side is. Yeah, yeah. a fast pass just wait. to pull the thing to open up the to open up where spot stays underneath the stairs. Mm-hmm. Just to yep. pull the lever, there's a fast pass. For that. <laughs> you don't go. You don't go in under the stairs. You just pull the lever. And then <laughs> just pull the lever, 
And what's funny is, uh, what's well, not funny because it's right next to the line that you get into for the phone. And if you're not paying attention, you'll get in the wrong line and get away. I just did this. I just oh. let Scott out. And like I wanted yeah. to talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get back in that line, and it's forever, forever. Yeah, and you can only use fast. And you can only use a fast pass like once every hour for a ride, probably. Yeah. So it's, it's like if you get in the wrong one, then man, you just then you have to wait an hour to come back. To you know. yeah. So yeah, you're right. We probably need two or three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to go down to the basement and get my head zapped by lightning. That's <laughs> oh, but then we could hide out in the panic room and like after hours come back out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. They never yeah. expect that. Yeah, we'll go, yeah, like, d- dig into the walls where they kept that buried treasure map and they mm, never look at that. That was my plan. I was actually gonna go lay it in the backyard in Grandpa's hole. Mm. Oh, yes, that's good. That's good. I, I wanted to go in the backyard just to see that massive rock they mentioned that one time that we never saw. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd love it to see it. It had a person. name. What was it called? Oh. I remember, it's like Monsters of Rock. I don't it's know. It's like Bob's Boulder or something. Tommy. Like that. <laughs> <sighs> so many great things we can do. That's why it takes two days. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we want well, the cosplay, I guess, of course. <laughs> then we get the cosplay, yes. Um, who we okay? Well, since we're talking about it, who are we going as? What who are you gonna go Oof. with? You're gonna go as um, one of the main four, or you or do like else? a deep cut? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, ooh, can I? I'll go as Johan. Oh, you stole mine. That's what I was gonna do. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go as Charlie. <laughs> well, shit, then I guess I'll have to go as Herman. <laughs> the Damn, there we go. We're all set. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I'll go as a. Uh... Woman Herman with the pigtails. Oh, and- God, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that, that's funny. Dang it. I wish I would have said that. No. Anyway. <laughs> we could both do it. It's fine. Uh, well, Herman's tall, so, you know, you, I'll, I'll, you can stay on my shoulders and I'll carry you around. Oh, oh you boy. go like, uh, like uh, you know, a couple of people dressed up <laughs> on shoulders yeah, to move around. That's yeah. exactly what Terry just described. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A couple of yeah. people dressed. Yep, just under a giant dress. Yeah. We can't do we can't do we can't do all three. It'll be way too tall. But uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got this massive Herman and then we have just normal human size. Oh, <laughs> just oh. wobbling and wavering all yeah. over the place. <laughs> My legs are killing me. Um I'll be fun. I can't wait to yeah. do that. Well, we can go dressed up all together as Herman, but Eddie would still run down and go, where's Pop? Mm-hmm. And then we have to find out that, uh, well, Pop and Grandpa are out in the garage working on a secret project. Maybe it's for Eddie's birthday because it's on Wednesday. My birthday's on Wednesday, he says. It's on Wednesday. Do you know it's on Wednesday? I hope they make it for my birthday on Wednesday. He was like, "Yes, I heard you. It's on Wednesday. We know it's Wednesday. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes, we get it, buddy. Thank He's you." Excited. Fade to Herman in the garage with an open sarcophagus and a bottle of ketchup, and he's hitting it with a mallet. Oh, that's ketchup. I thought it was ketchup. It looked like a ketchup bottle to me, and yeah. I was expecting it to have some sort of a payoff of him sitting there hitting it. Yeah, no, I you think? There's, I didn't know what it was, nothing. but he was just banging away at that thing with a hammer. I didn't yeah. know. What he was yeah. doing. Usually episodes as tightly written as in Munsters pay off everything. <laughs> and um, we'll, we'll see where that ketchup comes into play. I'm sure it will happen by the end. Mm-hmm. So he's hitting it with a mallet. Grandpa's welding. They are indeed making mm-hmm. your birthday present for Eddie. 
Grandpa's uh, got really cool welding goggles on. Yes, he does. And it, and Herman says, "This is the best. We, we this is the best present we've ever made." And Grandpa's like, "We've ever made you, yeah. son of a bitch." You're talking about we. Yeah, I've been making this thing. Why don't you do something? And he makes him, uh, like look at some. Oh, he's like oil this wheel. Yep. He's got a little oil can. He's like, "There's no oil in it." And Grandpa's like, "What do you mean, no oil?" So then Herman shows him that it's empty by spraying him with oil. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there is a whale. Yeah, yep. because there is oil in the And he laughs brain. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Grandpa's not pleased, but look, they're building some sort of vehicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a soapbox car. That's my first thought. Fade to Eddie coming out the back door. This episode is full of a lot of seeing people's traversals. So Eddie sure. opens the back door, comes down the steps, and then we see that Herman has barricaded the backyard with like I don't know what those things are called, but it's like, like a sandbags yeah. and and like barbed, barbed wire, wire and like the military yeah. use. What is that? The, what is that, that barbed stuff? wire though has a very specific name, and I don't. Yes, it's used to like it was used to like border the trenches in World War II. Yes, what are those things called? Bar- it Barbara. It's a very formal name. Yes, it's a so there's Barbaras all over the place and sandbags and stuff, and so. And he, and he even up. comments even before he walks out. He just he walks out and goes, "Oh man, they really don't want me to get over there." Or something like yes. that. So Eddie walks up to it and he's like, "Hmm." He walks into it and he backs up. He walks into it again. He keeps walking into it, trying to find a weak spot and he can't find one. He's like, "How will I ever get through here?" And he takes two steps left and there's uh, wire clippers laying on the ground, much like a video game. <laughs> so he picks those up and puts them in his inventory and walks back over to where he originally was going to try to go through. Goes into his inventory, pulls out the wire cutters, cuts a wire, and goes able to go through. This is like the tutorial level where they're just like, here, yes. what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. So he does that, gets through, and he walks over to the garage, stands on some sandbags, tries to peek through the window, too short, so he can't see. So he gets down, tries to peek through a crack in the door. I think he thinks he's seen something because he goes, Mom, he starts to scream to her, and then a trap door opens up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He falls. So, but we trap an, an alarm goes off too. Alarm think. goes off. Yeah. A steam whistle blows like crazy. Uh it's like and Eddie falls. I would think a distance that would hurt. Oh um, yeah. Into yeah. a pit. It's deeper than he is tall. Break his ankles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Herman, but he's got those hooves. Uh sure. <laughs> Herman and grandpa, they poke their head out and they're like, haha, caught you, you little motherfucker. You sneaky little <laughs> rascal, you. Eddie is upset. President put spikes at the bottom. <laughs> well, yeah. they're probably slowly closing from the sides. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like trash compactor style. Yep. The banger, return from the banger. Eddie's coming down the stairs. He's going to school. He's got a jar with a black widow spider in it for a science project, and it looks mm-hmm. fake as fuck. He's got big old eyes. Yeah. Big old and and, and eyes. no uh no little red um Markings. Our yeah, last look mark- that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. that's missing from it. That's because okay. no one knew what a black widow spider looked like. This show knows enough words that are tangential to the mm. scientific community, but they have no idea what any of them means. What yep. it even yeah. means, and when you or say no this show, find out what they means yeah. either. When, when you say this show, <laughs> you mean never Dick try Con- to find out what they means. When you say this show, you mean Dick Conway specifically, right? Yes, yeah. he is the writer of many of these things. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, I heard Black Widow spiders are deadly. 
here's a black widow spider. And the prop team was like, I don't know what one looks like. And we have no means of just simply looking one up. True. Uh, when we go to like a spider museum to see this thing. I don't think so. <laughs> the spider zoo. Oh, I would hate. That. I don't want to go there. Me neither. No. Nope. Imagine the spider zoo, though. Nope, I cannot. I could I imagine it though, like just a big terrarium. These two everywhere. days of walking around. No, nope. yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> I gotta, go there, I, get a fast pass. I'm going. I'm going to bed in like an hour. I, I do not need to have the, the, those <laughs> thoughts stuck in my head. <laughs> Even so like big, the petting zoo. You could go. <laughs> so many spiders. My favorite part of the spider zoo was oh. when you could ride the spiders. Oh yes, yes, oh. yes. Oh, that's yeah. you have a weight limit, probably, but that's part of the Australian exhibit. Yeah, and you don't mm-hmm. just get to ride them around freely. Like, there's a spider handler that pulls, leads you by the reins yeah. around like mm-hmm. this. It's very safe. Yeah, very yeah, controlled very, environment. Very safe. Very they're controlled. like they're they're used to humans at this point, so they're ha- they come running mm-hmm. up to you right away. Yeah. You spend so much time just watching the spiders poop as they walk around in circles. Yes, it's kind of gross, but it's <laughs> it's like nature, so you can't get mad at it. The it doesn't smell great. Um, yeah, like yeah. I always I always hate the petting zoo because they just swarm they because they're used to humans you know getting the tra- the treats out of the thing and mm-hmm. throwing them out to all the, the spiders so as soon as they see a new person coming in they're all running over there they're all jumping around <laughs> trying to get so to that many sp- yeah <laughs> just piles of spiders climbing over one another to get like as soon as they hear the crank turn uh-huh. they're there they're yeah. like they want that spider feed mm-hmm. and they're yeah. there you ever, do like, uh, you ever do like a zoo that's got like the lorikeets where you go in with like the little cup of uh, like a sugar water type thing and you can go in and you just hold it there and they'll come over and pop the top off and then like they'll just line up on your arm to like eat the stuff. The same thing, but with spiders. Mm. But with spiders, exactly. And, and and I don't want it. Why did I just put that image in my head? <laughs> no, no, no. Just no. crawling up your leg, getting but up just, your arm. Y- you know? Yeah, like if you're not paying attention, well, actually, I there's parts of it that are kind of fun because you hear you feel the rough, tighter spider tongues against your bare hands. <laughs> no, just laughing no. it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just like, it tickles. And then you're just like, oh, that spider. And you see the big fat spider walk around like, oh, you know, that spider yeah. gets all the food. Yeah. He's like pushing away all the other ones because he's yeah. kind of like king of the roost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when you leave the the handlers have to kind of like wipe wipe you down because there might be a few like on you still because i mean they like humans and they like to hang out you know that some might try to be a little cheeky and escape so you gotta you think that's bad remember the time we went to the spider zoo we've become (laughs) we've become the monsters Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh god well he's like be careful it's dangerous don't let anyone get hurt or don't let anyone hurt it oh Yeah. yeah And he leaves. He says, "Tell Papa Grandpa I said bye." And then, then we get the the mini recap. Oh, they've been in the garage since daybreak. Lily thinks it's ridiculous, and she's going out to put a stop to it. Why? I'm not sure. Maybe because Herman isn't going to work, and they have bills. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, they're just like spending all their time in the garage. Yep. So the last pin is like, you think this is bad? Remember the last time they made a present, Freddy? It swallowed a milk truck. So they made Spock, I guess. What I was it? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I want to know. That's that was what I was. I was like, that Probably sounds like something Spot would do. But like mechanic, me- mecha Spot, maybe like oh, robot spot. oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Fade to Lily exiting the back door and going outside. <laughs> she goes, "I'm going to get to the bottom of this." Says that to no one. 
she looks, she's like, what's this barbed wire? And she cuts through with scissors that she mm-hmm. has for some mm-hmm. reason. I was really hoping she'd find on the ground, just like. <laughs> <laughs> or you see her open up her inventory and she yeah. tries a few different things at first and like, oh, that item will not work on this. Combined, one. yeah, mm-hmm. hairbrush with barbed wire. Some... <laughs> <laughs> she gets some scissors. She chops through the barbed wire. She's like, this goddamn barbed wire. She complains the whole time she does it. Then she gets through and she's like, what is the sandbags? Obstacles? She's just complaining about everything. She's so annoyed by this. Which, I mean, I would be kind of annoyed too. These two and their top security. And then she gets over to the... She's using these scissors to cut through everything. She gets to the door of the garage. And she's going to use the scissors to cut through the door, I think. Maybe. Two two very large locks on the door. Yes. And right before she can do it, a a giant hook comes down from... (laughs) Nowhere and hooks on to the back of her dress and lifts her up and the alarm starts going mm-hmm. off. <laughs> the door opens up and Herman and Grandpa are laughing. They are loving it. Yes. They're like, hey, hey, like hey. well, 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 look who it is. Curiosity yep. uh, certainly killed the bat. Nice. Billy's pitch. She's like, get me down on that. I'm willing to kill the bat. Grandpa's like, well, slip a coin to decide whether or not to get Lily down. <laughs> Herman's like, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Heads, take her down. Herman wants to do best two out of three. Herman calls Lily Peter Pan. Hold on, Peter Pan. And that's on the INDB trivia. Mm-hmm. This yeah. episode mentions Peter Pan. Oh, it, it does it really? Huh. Yeah, it's in the trivia. Wow. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if it was like one of the tags. Like That's some, that's some, lo- that's some uh, low-level trivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know that this episode mentions Peter Pan? Fade two. Herman and Grandpa sneaking around outside for what reason? No one knows until now because they're looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Eddie's got another hour till he'll be home, so yeah. we should be good for whatever we're gonna do right they're now. Like, oh, good, he's not around, so we can do what we're about ready to do. Take the blanket off of the car that we just put the blanket onto to do a big reveal. They pull the sheet off of it and it presents a soapbox car. Yep. And little car can't, yeah. So they do this, right? Yep. They're like, they pull the sheet off and they're like, da 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 da. The canned audience does nothing. <laughs> it Big did look. not react. It did not gasp. It did not go, oh, it didn't, didn't do a single thing. Oh, they and saw those wheels being oiled before. They probably just assumed it was a car being. No made. one gave uh, a shit. Yeah. No one gave a shit, including me. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a little spider on it. Here's the part that I really love, too. Because then Herman goes, oh, it's so beautiful, Grandpa. This thing's beautiful. I love it. You've outdone yourself. Like he's acting like he's never seen it before. You're right. But he he's... helped build it, and they put a sheet over it he's been to see if Eddie time. was nearby to mm-hmm. pull the sheet off. Yes, yes. You're correct. You should have seen this earlier. Yep. <laughs> so there's like, ha, ha, ha. Herman sits in the car. He shouldn't fit into it. I'm like, oh, he's going to crush this thing. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, that, that was my first thought. But then I'm like, well, Grandpa probably used some uh, old timey, uh, what's that, old war parts. Yeah. Old war surplus, oh, war surplus parts. parts. Yeah, yeah. those oh, hold up really surplus well. Plus parts in the backyard blocking yeah. everybody. And But Grandpa's, he's rather humble about it. He's like, I know I've outdone myself, but you know what? It's cool. Detroit or 007 couldn't whip up anything any better. So we got the 007 mentioned there. 
a weird combo of weird four, yeah it is ford or yes. 007 it doesn't really make any uh, sense yeah. at all yeah well that's because dick conway has a tertiary knowledge of a, lots of different things he's heard things <laughs> did he mentioned. think 007 like, was like a car company <laughs> maybe <laughs> herman wants to take it for a test spin and grandpa's like no you don't want to ruin it for eddie's birthday tomorrow that means today's tuesday Yep. It's birthdays tomorrow. You don't want to ruin it. But Herman says, uh, what's the harm? And he fires it up and sparks fly out. And apparently the soapbox car is a go-kart and it takes yes. off. It goes fast too. Yeah. Then we get this amazingly long <laughs> sequence yep. Yep. of a little person with a Herman head on. Yeah. Very much shorter than Herman usually is. It, yep. This person is, is a child or an adult actor that is a little person. With a Herman head on, cruising around in this in this go kart, chasing a tall, slender man. Yes. Not, not not the slender man, but oh, a slender God. and tall man. That that's be the, supposed to be Grandpa. Don't get a good look at him. I think it might be Slender Man. <laughs> but he he's, looks nothing like Grandpa. But he's ch- being chased. He's jumping around in the air. Yeah, he looks agile. a little bit like Waluigi. Oh uh, yes. Yes. Tall and spindly, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, you know, I, he turns. You kind of see a hint of mustache for a second. Yep. Yeah, it's a jagged mustache, and then his knees are always up in the air when he's running around. <laughs> I think I heard him go. So he tries stepping in front of the go kart a couple times, only jump out of the way because that thing is flying all over. Uh, I really like when it goes off to the side and it goes underneath. Like there's a truck parked, like yep. crossing over the sidewalk, but and it's perfectly the almost like perfectly cut out for herman to pass through yes <laughs> yeah uh i i don't know it, you're right this scene did go maybe a little bit long but i i loved every bit of this so i wrote down as soon as herman drives the car out the their block becomes the street from the game paperboy <laughs> Yeah. Herman's driving around. There's a guy breakdancing. There's a dog running around in circles. There's a, mm-hmm. a, a remote control car. There's a, a moving van. That car uh, comes through twice, and I do believe it's the same car. Car comes through twice. Yep. He jumps over it. Uh, he, there's three women <laughs> that are going to uh, Easter church service on a Tuesday. <laughs> that are next to a fire hydrant that Herman runs over and they get sprayed with water. I don't know where any of this stuff came from, but it becomes the street from the, the, the game paper. Yeah. So many obstacles. It's just chaos. There's a near car accident. Herman comes back and is chasing. Well, a uh, little person Herman's chasing tall, skinny grandpa uh, all over the place. They run into the yard. They come back out of the yard. They run into the yard. They come back out of the yard. They run back and grandpa jumps over the wall Herman crashes into some garbage cans. Grandpa looks over. is like, oh, boy. Oh, no. And Herman has destroyed the go-kart by crashing into a garbage can. Uh, Grandpa says, poor Eddie. Now another birthday has come and gone. Not really, because it's still Tuesday. Tomorrow. <laughs> no. Nope. Tomorrow. Before. Yeah. He seems to allude that this is a, a trend with Eddie's yes. birthday. Every birthday, except for the one that ate a milk truck has been ruined by Herman in some way. Now, remember, tomorrow is his birthday still. Okay? Fade to Grandpa and Herman walking to the door, arguing with one another. Then we get our opening clip. Lily comes in, like, what the fuck's the problem? Herman ruined it. I own half the house. And then the end of the clip. And then we get the Happy Gilmore rules 
uh, where Lily goes. So that's what it says. We got to play it how it lies. She gives Herman like they cut to her and she's like when Herman's like, whoa, what do you mean your house? And she looked like they cut to her and she's like, what? Like, how dare you? Like, question? I think kind of question this. Yeah. Like, this is weird. Look that she gives uh, towards Herman. Like, I can't believe you brought that up. Also, I do believe it was in one of the very early episodes of season one. They rent. Um, yes. But I'm oh, not, yeah. it sounds like that's just the term he was throwing around because it's obvious that they that they bought the house. I liked it better when they rented from Satan. Yeah. Uh, there's a part in this scene we need to talk about. And that's it's very specific why I chose this clip. Because Lily comes running up and she is clearly five feet shorter than Herman. Like shorter than normal? Is that what you're saying? Yes. She when she, Herman and Grandpa are standing there, Lily comes walking up. She only comes up to Herman's like waist. There, there's a step up, isn't there? Like when you get to the door, it had to there... be a seven foot yeah. step. She's coming. <laughs> <laughs> she is looking up at them. Yeah, wow, I didn't notice that. Well, I'm gonna have to share the screen and show you. Oh my god! Oh wow. Uh, okay. She's so sure. Is this like a stunt double? Unless she's in a wheelchair. There is something (laughs) going on here. No, this is how tall she is when she comes walking up. Interesting. Where does she normally come up to? Uh, like, like chest, I feel like. So yeah, they're standing on something, but what are they standing on? It it could just be the riser, right? Like there, but a normal step down would not be three and a half feet. No. Here. Yeah. I feel like we kind of get a glimpse. (laughs) Even Grandpa looks gigantic to her. Yeah. Uh, but, yep. Happy Gilmore rules. Played as it lies. Um, he owns half the house. And then Herman says, half, you say? Mm-hmm. I have enough. You asked for it. As the man on the television says, you asked for it. He stomps off. Fade to a white line painted down the middle of the stairs. And the, that, as soon as Herman said half, I knew exactly what they were going to do. Yep. Because yep. this was the thing that mm-hmm. happened in lots of sitcoms. Yeah. It's a classic situation. Yep. You get yourself in with these. Yeah. Yeah. This, this makes it seem like uh, one of those, hey, this wasn't originally written for the monsters. Yes. Uh, let's throw a couple extra things in it that make it monstery. Yes. Like the classic monster things, World War II battle armaments, booby traps, and a go-kart. Yeah. Yeah, with a bat on it. Or a spider, on spider on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then a, and then a fake spider, right? And giant clams. Um, there's a white line painted down the middle of the stairs. Herman, uh, Herman Munster, what are you doing? He's got a paintbrush in his hand. I'm dividing the house into two parts, and I and he wants Grandpa to stay on his half. Herman paints right over Grandpa's shoes, and we get our first commercial break. Okay, now I there's a, up until this point, I'm actually enjoying this episode. And mm-hmm. now I'm getting hooked up on logistics mm-hmm. of the of the painting down the middle and people stepping over stuff. And it's going to continue to bug me as we go along here because some stuff does not match up with what they're trying to do at all. It's always the problem with these episodes. You can't do it. It's like a time travel episode. Um, <laughs> the, the classic split it in half episode. It's biblical, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it is. That, uh, yeah. Nebuchadnezzar or something like that. Is a- Abraham and oh, Isaac and Solomon. Uh, Solomon. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that's he's, right. Yeah, King Solomon. Yeah. But I think King I want to say Abraham was 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 told to kill Abraham his was son to, or something. Abraham was supposed to kill his son Isaac, mm-hmm. and then 
uh, God speaks to him and tells him stop. But Solomon is the one who, when people were complaining about something, was like, "Here, you just want me to cut this kid in half?" Oh, that's right. Yep, yep. Solomon's wisdom tells him mm-hmm. not to. Now the Abraham ones, like God says, "Kill your son." And Abraham's like, "I love you, son, but I'm going to kill you." And then right before he cuts off his head or stabs him in the heart or mm-hmm. burns him at the stake, God's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he's Shit, like, man, I was easy, just joking. Easy. I wanted to test your loyalty. <laughs> I was just I, joking. Yeah, because I prank, bro. am a super smart being, right? Like that, I mean, that's something like a real smart person would do, right? Oh, I do it every day at work. I, go <laughs> to, up somebody. I like, would. That's how I test the loyalty of everybody in my life. In the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just in life. Yeah. Just in life. Hadley, I need you to kill Penelope. All right, Dad. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just um, right before it's about to happen. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, they're going to grow up great. Yeah. Uh, it's a great. Yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of how my parents raised me, too. You know, I was always at the edge away from murdering my sister. So mm-hmm. I always feel good about it. Thank Don't God think I was the only much. child. Oh, Keith, you missed that on all the, mm-hmm. the almost murder. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a siblings, I think it's very relatable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Everybody's got a brother or sister out there. Yep. So we fade back from the commercial break. Herman's reading the paper on the left side of the living room, right next to a line. Grandpa's on the right side of the line playing solitaire. Wow. They look miserably at one another. They grow and growing at one another. Here's another long filler scene. Grandpa goes to grab the paper, but Herman snags it first because it's laying on the line. Or no, he grabs it. And he's like, it was on my half. And Grandpa's like, no, it was right on the line. And then Herman goes, right on the... Did you... <laughs> Grandpa goes, it was on the middle of the white line. And Grant, Herman goes, did you say middle of the white line? <laughs> and Grandpa says, yes, I did. And Herman says, well... I can't do anything in the middle of the white line. So he rips the paper in half and throws half of it to grandpa. <laughs> yeah. How did they get reason. there to begin with? I don't know. Cause Herman was reading the paper. Um, grandpa tries to read his half and then he decides he crumbles it up and throws it at Herman. Herman tears it up into a million pieces and throws it at him. Uh, they do this for like eight minutes. Uh, grandpa then goes over to the TV, which is on his side and he pulls it over. And I thought he was doing it just to torment Herman. He was going to turn on something Herman didn't like, but no, he turned on something hilarious. Yeah, he turned on and he laughed immediately. Immediately, he it was so funny. Just like two seconds into the show, he was laughing. And then Herman watches and he starts laughing. Yes, it must be really good. Whatever it's got to be amazing. I I I took it that Grandpa was laughing extra loud because also once he turned it away from Herman, so Herman couldn't see it at all. He even cackled even louder. So it kind of seemed like maybe he kind of like, you know, baited Herman in a little bit with, you know, with being laughing uh, immediately. Oh, I see. Herman looks over to see what's going on. And then grandpa's like, ha ha. And now you can't even look at it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Lots of laughter. Um, so that was amazing. Oh, grandpa's like, oh, you can't watch this TV. So he turns away and pulls it off the side. Herman gets upset. So he goes and he plays the organ. And then um, it sends dust and smoke everywhere. All sorts of organ mm-hmm. shit goes flying around. It reminds me of the almanac, yeah. Mm-hmm. A bit, yeah. Yeah, a little organ bit. Organ shit. Just, uh, <laughs> pieces of skull and brain. Uh, all over <laughs> Every time he picked that up, yeah. Every time. It, it, it's a crap of super fly motherfucking TNT. He's the guns of Navarone. Lily and Marilyn walk down the hall and check out Herman and Grandpa like a couple of big kids. And then Lily says... I wish Herman was 140 years younger, or it was like an episode or two ago because I put him back in his playpen. Mm-hmm. 
Eddie comes home. It's like, what the fuck's up with the white line? Why aren't they working on my present? What's going on here? Lily tries to explain they're having a misunderstanding. And he's like, misunderstanding looks like a rumble. Are they going to do my present? What's up with my present? And they're <laughs> like, well, they're going to do it. I, your birthday won't be ruined. So Eddie's like, fuck this. He runs upstairs. And, oh, poor Eddie's having this happen on his birthday. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> this shit happens every fucking week. What difference yes. does it make if it happens on his birthday? Yes, yes. Eddie yells down. It even runs down the middle of the bathtub. <laughs> which Lily says, Grandpa can't get hot water on his side, which makes no sense. Nope, There's not, not shower heads. Yeah. And when they want cold water, because it's the opposites. True. Um, and now I'm envisioning they share the shower together. Like <laughs> <laughs> From there, the phone rings. Lily saunters over to the phone, opens up the thing, which got a chuckle for some reason. Like we're we're uh, almost seventy episodes in. We know where the phone exists. Uh, the phone answers it. Oh, it's for Grandpa. So Grandpa and Herman run over as fast as they can. But Herman's <laughs> like, "Nope, the phone's on my side." Okay, I don't understand this. When they're in, in the other in, room, in Grant, turns uh, they show yeah. it. Yeah, it's like a sort of right angle. Like the stairs split down, and then it like goes. Right. Yep. And so, like, they walk so that in way they from can the, both go up and they can both go down. But, but they, they walk just... in from the side room. They walk right over. And yeah. so, Herman has to cross two lines to get no, to where he's at. He doesn't. Because here's how it is. Okay. So, they're in, there's the, I guess you, we'll call it the foyer or the stair yeah, room. Right. That opens, that opens up down. on the one Hold side on. right Let me to explain. the room. Let me explain it. The white line comes down the middle of the stairs and it gets down about three feet past the stairs and makes a turn to the right and goes through the entrance to the front room. And so the entrance is split right and left. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it comes and then it turns again towards the couch and Mm -hmm. goes up towards the dining room. Right. So the left half of the stairs, the hallway, the, the Mm -hmm. furthest from the camera, the couch and fireplace are all encompassed. It's like a game of snake. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I, side, I never noticed that that it was curved. I thought that they painted like a line directly through there. Nope. Like they kept splitting. I pictured they were splitting each room. Nope. Nope. It's nope, one nope. continuous line, apparently, okay. which still doesn't make any sense. But for this, these two rooms, it does make sense. But what doesn't make sense is Grandpa can't get to his laboratory because the trap door is on Herman's side. Unless he goes in through the kitchen entrance, I guess. Like if he walks Possibly. back through, that, that's where know. it would have to be. We see some new stairs in this episode too. So anyway, they both run over. Herman's like, "It's on my side." Grandpa says, "Give me the phone." Herman says, "You've been disconnected," and he uses scissors. This is like the fifteenth time scissors <laughs> have been used, and he cuts the phone line, mm-hmm. which yes. I think at that time may have been catastrophic. Yeah, but they'd be able to fix that pretty easily. They'd have to like go buy another phone, I think, is my guess. <laughs> or the phone company would have to come out and install a new line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, I mean, Herman's very petty in this episode. So. He is yeah. very petty. They're all petty. And Herman says, your party's been cut off. Fade two. Lily and Marilyn preparing dinner. This is peculiar because Lily is pounding nails into potatoes. Yeah, she's like staking potatoes. Well, I, I kept trying to think, like, what was the pun going to be? There's no pun. They don't 
explain it. <laughs> just a weird image, I guess. Yeah. It, it just jokes. turns out to be mashed potatoes, but I don't. I the the spike through it, <laughs> much like the ketchup at the beginning, where you're expecting some sort of payoff. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, they're gonna. What are they gonna call this? What are they doing? What are they making here? And it's just potatoes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? Like if you then bake them or something, will that help like heat up the middle? Cause it's maybe they're vampire potatoes and they have to kill each one of them first. That makes it more. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's probably it. Grandpa got a hold of them and started infecting them. So Lily's got to (laughs) go. So she's pounding nails into potatoes. Lots of them. Mm -hmm. Marilyn's stirring something. Uh, They're like, Oh, this feuding is awful. And then Lily says, it'll get as bad as the old country. They'll be, they'll be at each other's throats. The canned audience does not laugh again. There, there are two intentional jokes that do not get a response from the canned audience. <laughs> and the reveal of the car does not get a reaction either. This, not even like a, oh. Nothing. Yeah. This is, no one laughs. Spot growls because he's hungry. Lily's like, I'm going to get his bone for him. I'm like, holy fuck, there's so many props. She goes, <laughs> and it's like a horse pelvis. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. L- Marilyn takes it, throws it out in the backyard, and you hear the spot. Rawr! And then she says, they even painted a white line across Spot. And then this part made me chuckle because it's stupid. Uh, Herman's upset because he got the half of Spot that eats. Yeah, I, thought that I was would be funny, more upset to get the spot that the, the half the poops. Yeah, yes. I don't know what's Herman upset about? That was my thought. Front end, yeah. Better the and that it goes in than comes out. I would think. I don't want to clean up that mess. Um. Then, th- but this gives Lily an idea. I got it. I'm gonna go shit on him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> three can play at this house divided nonsense. Fade to dinner time. Grandpa is wearing a monocle. And Marilyn, I didn't know you wore a monocle. He's like, I don't. My glasses were on the white line and Herman cut him in half. Great. <laughs> how, how are all these things getting put on the white line? <laughs> I don't know. But Herman's like, I only did it because you cut my slippers in half. And they, he, had to, he, he had his slippers with him for some reason. Yep. And he had to show him being cut in half. Cut to the dinner table shot from up above, looking down at the table, and it is divided into sections for each member of the family. And then we get a shot of Marilyn walking around it, and I thought they were going to see them eating like this. But no, it cuts to them all sitting in their spots. For some reason, their chairs are labeled like they don't know where they sit. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Herman also, stops and looks like extra close at the the naming tag. Make on the sure chair. the name is correct. Yeah, and I didn't think about, it, but that overhead like look at the table would have been great for what they were then going to explain. Yes, because you can't tell the no, lines and where they're at. The concept that then they're going to go with here of of who eats what, you, you can't really. It's all understand. perspective, man. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, who wants dinner?" Lily's serving it up. Gives uh, Eddie a big piece of this roast and. Marilyn, big piece of roast, and herself, big piece of roast, and Herman and Grandpa they got their plates out. I'm like, "What's? You give us some food." Lily gives them each an olive on a, a toothpick, and she's like, "You eat what's in your section. That's mm-hmm. it. Don't cross in the lines." I'm like, "That roast is right in the middle. I mean, you could yeah. argue that there's a little bit in the section." Um, Grandpa 
Herman tries to reach across and get something, and Lily pulls out the scissors and cuts his fork in half. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so funny. are the scissors winning the prop contest at this point? These well, their scissors are titanium or diamond coated titanium yes. scissors. Apparently, they've cut through barbed wire. Then they he uses them to cut the phone cord, and then now they've been cutting the glasses. You know, we see that it's an off-screen thing, but yeah. now these the fork. I mean, she was going to use them to cut the locks too. Yeah. These scissors, she's always got them for some reason, and they are being constantly used. Um, then Grandpa's like, what's that over there? And then he tries to sneak across, <laughs> and Lily cuts his fork in half. Well, Lily initially fell for it. What? And she's yeah. like, hey, wait a minute. And then she cuts his fork, and she said, you're invading Maryland's space. And Grandpa says something about, the. do I need permission from the UN? Which got a slight chuckle from the canned audience, but nothing uh, major. Uh and then uh, Lily says, uh, erase the lines and go back to making this a peaceful household. Then we can just stop fighting and then you can eat. Herman would rather starve. And Grandpa would rather go back to drinking tired blood. Tired blood? Yeah. Where's he getting that? I don't know. From himself? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the viewers out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm tired of killing our viewers for their tired blood. Fade to Lily and Marilyn doing dishes. We are this episode is so sequential because remember, we're still on Tuesday. We have not reached tomorrow yet. Yep. Uh, Lily and Marilyn doing dishes. Lily's like, "Don't put the food away," because you saw them. They were getting, uh, they're getting real weak at the end. They they're going to cave. And Marilyn says, "I don't recall Grandpa or Uncle Herman ever missing a meal." Flip to the dungeon. Grandpa has a porterhouse steak, and he's like, "They can't starve me into submission. Not while I have my." <clears throat> the Conway special magnesium transistorized wall oven. Yep. Yes. None of it. Those are words that make no sense together. Grandpa opens up uh, like a post office box on the wall. <laughs> yep. Basically. Puts a steak in it, closes it, turns up the dial to maximum power and says medium well. <laughs> All of it tells on itself. None of it's true. Uh, <laughs> And he says, <laughs> none of it's true. <laughs> Nothing like it's like they they say some shit like magnesium transistorized wall oven and expect you to go, oh yeah, That's why magnesium did. transistorized wall oven. Yeah, it makes no. sense, right? Yeah, no, it's dumb. <laughs> then he turns it all the way up to maximum, but he only wants it yeah medium, medium well. <laughs> Nothing like an instant wolf T bone steak. Here's the thing. He's in a lab full of like burners and beakers and open flame. He could have cooked the steak any way he wanted to. He's also a vampire. You'd think he might want it raw and bloody. Mm -hmm. True. We saw him do that in my grandpa, the vampire. Yeah. Yeah. He went to McDonald's McDonald's and asked for a raw quarter pounder, which they always give out. Um, Mm -hmm. Same thing here. Nothing like an instant wolf T-bone steak. And he's like, I got that Herman now. Ah, He's laughing at this overcooked steak that he pulled out it is overcooked um and he's he's like i got that herman now flip to herman getting spot to roast some weenies for him which (laughs) is a good idea that was kind of cool yeah good boy he's got some flaming weenies on a stick fade to eddie coming down the back stairs in his jammies carrying Mm. woof woof um he's going to bed now because tomorrow is his birthday We're seeing this this day play out in real time. And he wants to wake up real early to see whatever neat present Grandpa and Herman made him. 
Lily's like, Ugh. like yeah, whatever, uh, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> don't put forget on the heavier lid. Uh, it's going to be chilly tonight. I thought she was gonna like trap him in there so she couldn't. Oh, <laughs> put some bricks on top so yeah. he can get out. <laughs> Uh, what the wolf? All right, we couldn't get your lid open for your birthday. I guess you have yep. to stay in bed. Sorry. But she's she's fed up. Oh. That's it. She marches into the other room. Herman and Grandpa are building a stone wall that in the middle of the room. Kind of awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. Lily so ridiculous. Yell. Lily yells at him. She's like, "Get out there and make a new birthday present for Eddie." And then Grandpa says something. Well, we had one. Lily says, "Shut the fuck up." Then Herman's <laughs> like. But it's gonna be night, and I need my beauty sleep. He's just like, shut the fuck up. Only if he buys me new glasses. Only if he buys me new slippers. He's like, shut the fuck up and go make a present. So they walk off. Lily starts kicking down the stone wall. She's mad, and we fade to this clip. The unveiling. Happy birthday, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you say, son? Thanks. You don't sound very happy. Golly, Pop, I'm nine years old. Not a little kid that gets a kick out of driving a coaster wagon up and down the sidewalk. But, Eddie, it's not a coaster wagon. It's an airplane. Sure it is. Eddie, they worked all night on your present. That's right, son. Why don't you get in and pump the pedals? They make the propellers turn. <laughs> it's still just a kitty wagon. So Eddie gets in that car. Now, the first time they show it, there's a mechanism that's very visible at the front of the car. Subsequent viewings, you don't really see it. Because what Eddie does now is he starts pedaling. And it turns the propellers. And then the car lifts off of the ground. And he starts flying around the yard. Yeah. I don't think he pumped the pedals very much. He just one time and boom, it was ready to roll. Mm-hmm. It's an aeroplane. It's an aeroplane. Look at me. I'm flying. Ha ha ha. It's like Peter Pan kind of. Almost. That Peter Pan reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's slowly flying around. See, and then he's just slowly flying around the yard. I wanted him to like start dropping bombs because they have all this <laughs> they have all this like war paraphernalia in the backyard and i thought that's what they were building up to some weird like bombing scenes <laughs> bombing all the neighbors mm-hmm. no just the monsters in the yard uh, right because they have they oh. have this the trenches built and the sandbags and all that stuff oh they're gonna like, and play I thought they were gonna, like jump and hide while eddie's like like you know, like zooming past them and you know dropping bombing them. bombs, <laughs> dropping bombs. Uh, but no, everyone's very pleased at what's going on. Herman and Grandpa go over to the garage for some reason. Yep. Uh, Grandpa falls into the trap door. The hook comes down, and lifts yep. Herman off the ground. I like Herman's Grandpa's still. reaction. Like he he genuinely sounds like he like is in fear. Help! Help! <laughs> he Help. Like, he's like so desperate. Like <laughs> help me. Very like over the top screaming. <laughs> yep. Uh, Hook comes down, lifts up Herman off the ground. They're both screaming for help and laughing at one another. Lily and Marilyn decide to flip a coin on whether or not to help them. Ha 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 ha. I, I, like I like the callback. Yeah, so many callbacks. Whistles, alarms, blowing. Herman stunt double swinging, and Grandpa's in a hole. <laughs> Final commercial break. Oh yeah. Now remember. Oh yeah. Remember. Deep breath because the laugh riot that has existed up until this point. 
gotta relax you know you gotta loosen up those ribs down. just for one last push because if and- you're still kind of laughing from the previous 22 minutes mm-hmm. what's about to happen may break all your ribs from laughing. yeah so your you lungs kinda- will explode i think yeah. <laughs> yes you will and sweat blood this oh. might be one of the most annoying uh one of these instances like overall that like when they're like oh let's slip a coin and laugh is a perfect end there's no need to go back from a commercial at this point you've you you hit it with a little callback joke yep it's great it's done and i was like awesome and then they came back i'm like oh shit they're gonna do this again yeah, well, I, see, I was the opposite. I was like, oh, I, I was such a great ending. I can't wait to see how they top themselves again this time. Now, Keith, did you say it's a perfect ending? I did. Well, the monsters, they can't do anything perfectly because we fade back into this episode. <laughs> the stairs, but there's no white line. Herman is scrubbing the line. He's cleaning it up. He's on his hands and knees. Lily and Grandpa watching, scolding. Mm-hmm. Herman wants to finish as fast as he can so he can watch that new Western on TV where yeah. the cowboy is a psychiatrist. Now, I pause right here because <laughs> I'm like, okay, I looked at the clock. There's like two minutes left. I'm like, how long are credits? Is this going to be the shortest button ever and going to be like come through with some amazing like, oh, this is like a really funny statement or something? Nope. Let's find out. I hit on pause. The, the, the TV... Mm-hmm. Uh, on the t- Western on the TV where the cowboy is a psychiatrist and when he lassos the bad guys he, instead of shooting them he ties them to the couch and analyzes them what is no, <laughs> no one laughed I didn't no. laugh no I was confused and I was like is this real like I and mean because I didn't laugh I'm like well that can't be the end damn right right wasn't. yeah yeah grandpa says no I'm gonna watch agent eight six four three nine five seven and a half Oh, God. And then I started dying. I was so funny. And that's not the end. Man, Herm's like, no, Western. No, Spy Show. Western. Spy Show. Tastes great. Less filling. (laughs) Grandpa goes, Spy Show. And that's final. And he walks off. Herman grabs the paintbrush. For some reason, it's still there in the paint bucket. Yeah. And he pretends like he's going to go after Grandpa. And Lily's like, don't. Herman goes, yes, dear. Returns to scrubbing. Credits. Hmm. What an ending. I, I don't get the. I don't get how they do this week in and week out. I don't understand. I. It's like they forget they have to do that. I think they do. Yes. Like they like yes. In the episode and they're like, oh yeah, we still have to do like three. We're more almost minutes. seventy. <laughs> so, we're almost seventy episodes in, and we keep forgetting that they told us to write an extra little bit for after the last commercial. Mm-hmm. Instead of just coming back for you know credits like they do on Hulu, like if you, I watch some shows on Hulu and and you get to the end, and you're like, oh, that's probably the end. But they go to a commercial and then they come back and it's just the credits. Yeah. It's very annoying. I wish that, but I wish the monsters would just have done that. I wish for I lots of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish Little for piece. lots of things. World What's that? Beatings? Here. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, world, world, world peace. Beatings, world yeah. beatings as well. Yeah. World peace, beatings. Um, yeah. Cure for hunger. Um, yep. Rainbows, lollipops. Rainbows and lollipops and Funyuns. I don't know. Lots of stuff. Funyuns and everything that's wonderful is how I feel when 
We're together. All right, gents. We did it. We made it through mm-hmm. season two, episode 29, House Divided. What we think? Uh, this episode divided. I like the very first Ooh. half right up until they crash the thing. And then uh, and I even kind of like it takes almost that part to like get into the actual thing here of, Gra- of Grandpa and Herman, like having like this argument that's not going to work. And then after that, I really just don't care for much of the rest of it. Yeah. Especially when they when they mess up the hey here's a perfect nice little ending and let's just add more onto it yeah yeah I actually quite like this one um I thought it was funny I like the setup of the line being drawn even if it is something that like every sitcom has done probably I liked how Herman and Grandpa were just at each other's throats that was funny uh the traps were funny um the ending was kind of bad but whatever that's how mustards roll. I thought it was pretty decent. A nice change of pace. I feel like we haven't had very many good ones recently, and I thought this one was pretty good. I lean closer to Keith's analysis, I think, but I don't know if I liked any of it, to be honest. I mean, it was fine. They clearly had two episodes that were incomplete, and they're like, oh, God, we got these two amazing ideas. What do we do? Neither of them are enough to make an episode. What about Eddie's birthday? What can we do for that? Well, we can't make a giant monster that eats a milk truck. And we <laughs> we'll can't do a that, full yeah. World War II reenactment, bombing a you oh, know invasion of Normandy style or anything Herm- like that. Yeah, Herman like is going back to is like getting like flashbacks to his time in the war and doing mm-hmm. a reenactment. He's, he starts taking it way too seriously. Oh, that'd be a great episode. And we don't have enough to fill an episode with this whole half thing. <laughs> Hmm. what do we do and then like Conway went to bed one night and he woke up and he was laughing uncontrollably because he thought of it in his sleep combine Mm -hmm. the two the funniest ideas the two funniest ideas Mm -hmm. I think you're gonna say he went to sleep and he woke up late and when he went to grab all of his like stuff to take you know to the set he dropped them and so he just Grabbed two halves. Oh, <laughs> that could them. be a two. Yeah, he, he didn't. Know, he didn't realize until they got there to start shooting that he had, you know, mixed up two episodes. And because he's he is like an illiterate that's just learning how to read and write. The writing is really big on the uh, the idea pads, right? So mm-hmm. there's like only like two or three sentences per page, and they all got mixed together. <laughs> that's yeah. why backwards e's and like scribblies yep. mm-hmm. and written in crown. Yep. And that's what happened. Um, well, what did you say? In written in what? Crown is what he said. Yeah, crayon, crown, oh, crayon. Oh my God, you're from Kansas too, aren't you? Yes, so, I am. Yeah. Here, here's why that's significant. I went to college with an individual that was from Kansas. Hmm. Um, he lived in Kansas City. His dad was like CFO of Sprint or something like that. And this will hmm. out because it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> and we were at his house one day working on a project and we made some joke where it was like, Oh, we'll need to get a bunch of arts and crafts together to make some. And he's like, and I'll get the crowns. And, and I said, what, <laughs> what did you just say? Hey, <laughs> the crowns, the crowns, you crowns. don't say crayons. And I'm like, no, they're crayons. <laughs> crowns. Um, I say and, color. I say color wax sticks, but the only and it must be a regional dialect. I just made fun of him. Figured he had a terrible upbringing. Um, <laughs> well, he's from Kansas, uh, so maybe, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, when you just said it, I was like, holy fuck, that's just the thing people say. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. That's what they all say down here. Crowns. Oh, weird. Get used all to right. it. I'm going to say it every episode from now on. Oh, please oh. don't. Well, I'll yeah, sit maybe. back and have, a, and have a glass of milk. Milk. <laughs> milk and rest your head in your pillow. Um, Wait, do I say milk weird? Wait, what's no, going that's on? just the thing that people say up here. Yeah. Oh, um, okay, okay. They say milk instead of milk. Like, okay. And pillow instead of pillow. Um, washer instead of washer. Yeah, well, no, that's mm. what they say in Southern Illinois. They say washer. Mm. Um, yeah. Not a single R in that word, but. Okay. Nope. Anywho, let's go. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, Dick mm-hmm. Conway, Curtis Conway, Curtis Conway was a receiver for the Bears in the late 90s. <laughs> Could have wrote a better episode. <laughs> he wrote this episode. He sat crisscross applesauce from the Bears' uh, uh, home locker room until <laughs> Tantric meditated himself back in 1966 with this episode. What's I going to say? Maybe, um, the internet, maybe the internet has some opinions. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh. We know what we think. Hmm. Oh, the whole crown thing just really set me for a loop. We know what we think, but what did the internet say? Well, in November 16th of 2018, Jimmy underscore the underscore gent four said this Herman and grandpa feud and his birthday his birthday is coming up and Herman and grandpa are building a present for him. They start to feud when Herman accidentally wrecks it a hilarious episode. Hmm. One of the best Herman and grandpa set up booby traps at the beginning to keep everyone from finding out what they're working on. Eddie and Lily get caught, and the traps are turned on Herman and Grandpa at the end. Some very funny scenes as Herman and Grandpa divide the house in two, and neither can cross the paint and white line. Grandpa's eyeglasses and Herman's bedroom slippers end up cut in two. (laughs) I'm reading this with such enthusiasm. (laughs) You are. I'm like, wow. They make up at the end, but start arguing again in the final scene over TV programs. Either a spy show or a Western about a cowboy psychiatrist. <laughs> three out of three found it helpful. No stars. Here's the plot of the episode. There was a thank you. Now I don't have to watch it. And they yep. said helpful. Yep. And then on February 5th, 2020, Hellraiser 7 had Whoa. this to say. Whoa. Pinhead's here? <laughs> he is. Seven. So <laughs> Pinhead had several IMDB accounts prior and he <laughs> always forgot the logins instead of just resetting the password. He made new accounts. Just got locked out. Yep. Yep. Divided calamity. Mm. This is my favorite episode of the show. It's pretty nice. much a Herman Munster and grandpa episode. And it's my favorite one in my book is both. Oh, <laughs> it's, he just, he doesn't have a book, but it's <laughs> favorite one in my book. <laughs> it's the favorite one in my book. <laughs> it's the favorite one in my book. <laughs> as both are truly at their best. Both Herman yes. and Grandpa as one of my favorite comedic duos. It's funny when we see both when we see both getting along as friends, but it's even funnier when both butt heads together. Really like the beginning when Herman takes Eddie Gokart takes Eddie's go-kart present for a test spin. But of course, knowing Herman, you know a lot goes wrong. And in an instant, it's funny seeing how much destruction Herman causes with that out-of-control go-kart. Almost more than any person that played the Grand Theft Auto video games. Holy (laughs) shit, there's a more button. Holy shit. Continue. 
The overcourse leads to the dividing <laughs> line through the house. It's just funny how the line was made. Both of them clash even more. As we see, both are fighting over the over who gets what or who owns what. Heck, they even go so far as to paint the line on spot. Wow. Though the clashing causing... I'm reading it word for word. Though the clashing causing just as much grief for Lily and the rest of the family, which then causes Lily and Marilyn to beat both of their own game to teach them a lesson. It's funny when Lily and Marilyn use the line <laughs> rule to their advantage, which mm-hmm. gives both Grandpa and Herman a great deal of grief. Yes. Yeah. The lesson of this episode is obviously it's better to make friends than enemies. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I think so. Are, are you still reading that direct? Yes, but all the same, it was a fun fight, just as this is a fun episode. Now, hold on. Oh, rating. He wrote, the Hellraiser 7 wrote this, rating, colon, four stars. Four out of four, I found this helpful. Ten out of ten. Wait, what? <laughs> So it's a four out of four stars, I guess. That's what he wrote. It's got to be, yeah. But then he went and put a 10 out of 10 in the review. Interesting. Well, four out of four right. found it helpful. And we have two reviews this week. And they're both got, very fun to read. That sounded like you're having a really good time. With those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your enthusiasm level for those were through the roof. I was in, yeah. I was just, oh. I could not stop listening. I loved it. Yeah. I, I hope that Hellraiser comes back. Again, because his rag style is superb. Yes. Hellraiser 7, if you're out there, from February 2020, he probably died in the pandemic. No. (laughs) Not Pinhead. Yep. Sorry, Pinhead. You know Pinhead probably risked it just because that's what he really, you know, he he likes the pleasure and pain thing. So he probably headed out there and herd immunity and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, there it is, gents. We made it through. We've got three episodes remaining in season two in the original 70 episode run of the Munsters. There's only three. That's not a lot. That's we're so close. So and then a couple movies, a special and other things. But here comes level or level. Jesus Christ. Episode 68. What? happened in this episode that makes us go huh 68 what's it got for me i'm excited because uh, we see him scrubbing everything but we never <laughs> see him scrub spots so i'm wondering if they still are sharing spots maybe they do do the solomon thing and they split him in half and then <laughs> spot being a lizard like he grows his tail back so there's one end that's bigger than the other now and so herman gets jealous about that because, well, no, I guess Grandpa would get jealous because Herman has the head. So if they cut the tail part off and it grows back, Herman gets the big air, you know, the big, the bigger one. So now there's this new feud about who gets the, the best version of Spot where it's like just the back end or the full version that just regrew. That's what I think is going to happen. And I'm very excited about it. Nice. That sounds awesome. Um, Well, I think we've done uh, Herman's birthday at one time because he gets the, mm-hmm. the coach. Yep. And we've done Marilyn's birthday because she gets the the Fergosi Emerald. Yep. And now we've oh, had yes. Eddie birthday. So I'm I'm hoping that we get um either Grandpa or Lily's birthday next. That 
Sounds good to me. I would yeah. like that. Yeah. I would sure. love this. We have three more episodes. We could get one of each. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh, it's just like a spree of birthdays. Yes. All that's the way what I through. Mean. Well, I'm really, I've only got three episodes left. So we got to really pull out all the stops for these characters just to blow oh, up the roof oh, yes. to make them the mm-hmm. iconic characters that we know mm-hmm. and love now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh boy. boy. I mean, we still haven't seen Lily with a soup yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that could happen. I'm still hoping. Grandpa's bullet ties still must be on the horizon. Herman, oh. <laughs> Herman's crazier hair. His um, hair's coming any, any episode now. Be. Yeah. And, and I think Eddie, the same thing. Eddie's going to have a bigger collar on his shirt. <laughs> I just, I think it's going to be wider. Wow, you think they're gonna make that big of a change at the end, like this huge change yeah. for the character right at and the end we'll, of the show? They'll probably like unbutton the top couple buttons on his shirt, oh. like show off some chest hair. <laughs> oh, it turns out, yeah, Eddie's got yeah. just like a full. <laughs> well, he's a wolf boy. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What if the beard only got wiped off by Lily's soup earlier? He's the chest hair is still there, <laughs> just completely covered in hair everywhere else. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, well, uh, what's it called? The uh, Happy Trail or whatever. What? Snail Trail? What's no one on Snail Trail? Keith. Keith. That's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. It is very disgusting. Uh, oh, why not? Oh, I, I think they probably just apply that like hair removal soup on his face every morning so the beard just goes away because it oh. just grows back. Now, now I think we're going to have an episode where. Eddie's sitting on a chair. He gets up and it's all gooey and wet. <laughs> He's part uh, snail this whole time. Yeah. Gross. Thanks, Keith, for that. Yeah, that's just payback for the spider petting zoo. Oh, all mm. right. Well, there it is. We did it. Three more left. Hopefully all of our wild dreams come true. Yep. Uh, I think I do we got anything to plug? Uh, Pop-up film cast reanimated is out there. If you want to check those out, some classic curated episodes. Also, I think last week I mentioned that I was on this week today. That episode actually hasn't come out yet. It comes out looking at our week. So, that's oh. it. so yeah. this week today in a few weeks. Yes. Nice. This week today, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Like what was the week that you guys did? I have no idea. Oh, well, you think that would help clue you in just when it comes out. So I think we should probably just end this the way we end every episode, right? You shall love whether you like it or not. Emotions, they come and go like clouds. Love is not only a feeling. You shall love. To love is to run the risk of failure, the risk of betrayal, you fear your love has died. It perhaps is waiting to be transformed into something higher. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at how great was that? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. 
Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullen. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.